I'm Annalyn McCord. Yeah, this is uh, Billy Zapkin. This is Joni China Dalauer. This is Chris Williams, aka Black Lightning. Uh, hello, this is Crispin Glover. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Daniel Logan, Boba Fett, Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Episode Two. I'm Dennis O'Hare. Hey, it's Janet Varney. I am known as uh, the voice of Cora. Hi, this is Jeff Cohen, a.k.a. Chung. This is Jeremy London. Hi, this is John Wesley Shipp. I'm playing Jay Garrick on The Flash. Hey, guys, this is Katie Stewart. I play Virginia Vidara on Netflix Altered Carbon. Guys, it's me, Kato Kaelin. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. I'm Lily Reinhardt. I play Betty Cooper on Riverdale. I'm Camila Mendez, and I play Veronica Lodge, also on Riverdale. Uh, I'm Malcolm McDowell. I'm Nicole Eggert. I was on Baywatch, Charles in Charge. Uh, I'm Olivia Dalbo. I'm Pollyanna McIntosh. Hey, I'm Ray Park. You know, you may know me. I play Darth Maul. This is Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie. Hey, hey guys, this is Vincent Young, uh, 90210, NCIS, CSI New York. Okay, I'm Warwick Davis. Hi, yeah. everybody. This is comedian Nick DiPaolo. You're listening to Below the Belt. You and three other fucking people. <laughs> The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. That's right, guys. It's 2020, a new year and a new decade here on Below the Belt Show. We know you missed us for the past month and a half. You've been non-BTB filled, but we're ready to fill you up again. Yes. That's right. I am Al Soda, a.k.a. Celebrity Soda, your host with the most fresh back. From Sundance Film Festival and Los Angeles. All the Listen things, man. Listen to this. Wow. Listen to this you were a busy boy. Schmoozer. <laughs> you were oh, living. We're, we're going to get into all that. He's just, uh, just Mr. Name Drop. Mr. <laughs> oh, I was at Sundance. Fucking celebrity <laughs> soda over here, yeah. man. <laughs> so let's go ahead and introduce the room. The room. That's right. Starting with, he is the man with the calming presence the fan favorite. It is a very calming present. The prince yeah. of pop culture. Geek pop culture, that is. The yeah. one and only Mike the General Zod. Good to be here. <laughs> it's been a while. It's 2020. Can it you believe it's 2020? It's yeah. wild. It's like we're living in like science fiction land, but it's more like a dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it, yeah. actually. We don't have hovering cars yet. Yeah, but, they but, are but to we drive. do have an autocratic regime. We do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's <laughs> kind of there. halfway there. <laughs> we're almost there. And let's go ahead and introduce the other voice that had... Uh, you might have heard, and he's the one <laughs> and the only former member of the Marine Corps. He is Big Nick, a.k.a. 
the captain. Oh, man, I've been missing this. Here we go. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying air, BTB. Please keep your seatbelts on. Your uh, fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> your seatbacks in, seat in their upright position and your tray tables locked in the chair in front of you. Keep your mouth shut and we got a bumpy ride. I don't fucking know. I'm crashing and burning here. It's been a minute, man. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Don't worry, it'll forget. come back. It'll it's like, come back. It's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike, man. Big Nick, it's good to have you back on Dude, BTB for I'm so our excited to be back. Spring season premiere. Season and it feels premiere. like fucking spring, doesn't it? It was like 70 yeah, degrees out yesterday. It's it good. still technically is winter, but we we'll call it the spring season yeah. uh, premiere nonetheless, guys. Good. I'm happy to be um, here, man. I'm excited. Wow. It's, so our first show back of the new year, I wanted to... Uh, First of all, there's a lot of online content. If you were looking at our website and below the belt shows SoundCloud, we were still keeping all our fans entertained with on-location content. We got through most of, yeah, actually all of New York Comic Con before we ended for the Christmas show. Sure. Then in the month of January, where we're on winter highs from the show, you still got. Awesome on-location interviews from the Baltimore Comic-Con. I know all three of us were there. We were there, yeah. Uh, we were. So listen to Jonathan Sheck, Joel Stouffer from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Aaron Douglas from Battlestar Galactic, all up right now, and uh, comic book creator Greg Pak, interviewed by the one and only General Zod. That's me. Yeah, we man. have the rest of the Baltimore Comic-Con interviews to present tonight. Nice. Including... Probably the most famous voice artists out today, Tara Strong and Greg mm-hmm. Sipes. Yeah, lovely dude. Tara Strong. Yes, too. the lovely mm-hmm. Tara Strong. We, yes. we interviewed Greg, and then Tara kind of joins for a little bit of the interview. Which oh, that's is cool. cool. She yeah. seems cool. Really cool. She is, she is a pretty woman. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's she looks very good. Attractive. She yeah. looks good. Yeah, sometimes you think, why are we only hearing your voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a very yeah, good dude. point. And that's right, guys. General Zod knows so much about comic book pop culture. He excels with these creators. We have Except for one. but (laughs) (laughs) We have two more creator interviews from Mike the General Zod, including artist extraordinaire Neil Adams and the second person you're going to have to introduce because I had trouble pronouncing his name. His name is Arshia Ruzigan. Okay, and Arshia Ruzigan. And Arshia uh, has written both comic books and children's books, correct? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, he is a fellow member of the Persian Coercion. So uh, the Persian <laughs> Coercion. So and I, I had, dig it. This was kind of near and dear to your heart. Yeah, interview. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I actually bought the book for, for my son. Oh, which, of course, he dude. lost because I was looking yeah. for it <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it's all good. So those uh, interviews are going to be played on tonight's show. And starting next week, Sundance... Film festival interviews. You were a busy beaver, sir. Um, just the, just the, just the, some of the highlights of the, um, the, the the Sundance Film Festival. I got to check out multiple uh, premieres and screenings, including Possessor, which will be out on Netflix. It's a horror film, nice. Um, starring uh, Andrea Riseborough. Um, also, I got to check out Baltimore's own Charm City Kings. It's about all about the dirt bike um, riding. Um, I guess gangs, uh, in, in, like, the, in, yeah. like the twelve o'clock. Boys. The twelve, exactly the twelve o'clock boys, which actually was the original title. Guys, we got to do the world premiere red carpet interviews with some of the creators <coughs> and uh, the actors. Also, got invited to the after party. 
Oh, snap. Which is, which is open bar. Little, um, little elbow some, rubbing. Uh, did some really cool elbow rubbing. So all that. Uh, did you all do any other kind of rubbing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> some pelvic rubbing, perhaps? Maybe a little anal rubbing? <laughs> well, I should be that lucky. I guess uh, when work takes precedence, sometimes you forget oh. about the other things. You are a man of duty. You are a professional. I, I was a man of duty at that time. You don't shit where you eat. There it is. <laughs> but, um, gosh. So starting with, I guess, the first night we were at the um, – Possess a red carpet. This is a, this is a very gory, very, very sexy um, show, uh, a, a film actually that's going to be on Netflix. Um, and uh, is it a show or a movie? Sorry, it's a, it's a film. Oh, it's a film. It's okay. a film with, with Andrea Riseborough, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was wild. I caught about maybe about an hour into the movie, but we had to get to another event after that. But mm. I can't remember the last time I saw. Full frontal female nudity in a in a non porn um, spread non-porn. spread eagle spread eagle spread eagle Wolf okay. of Wall Street there it is I don't think she was was she spread she, she gets oh, you you forget <laughs> you forgot your girl Margot Robbie yeah, spread eagle and Wolf of Wall Street bro I remember the full frontal when she opened the yep, door yeah and then the bit where she where she's just fucking sitting there all spread eagle and Leo's crawling up to her and she does that to him with the foot on the head right but did you see everything down there you certainly do sir. i might have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah i think yeah i don't quite recall that it puts yeah, put sharon to stone to shame brother holy smoke okay well yeah this film possessor had it uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Spread i, you know, I talked to and- andrea at the uh, she's this lovely british actress if you're not familiar f- with her she's, mm-hmm. she's been a ton of stuff um also i was surprised to see the amount of celebrities um one of the actresses from girls was in the house oh cool um I guess because the, one of the main actors was also in Girls on HBO, mm. so that makes sense. Okay. Um, also, I I saw Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi was hanging out at the party, man. That's right. Wild. One of the coolest guys ever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, man, speaking of naughty films, this actress walks up to me. Actually, you know what? I was looking at her. She was looking at me. You made eye she's contact. Like, I know you. I know you. Like I know you. <laughs> Which I knew because I've worked with her before, but mm-hmm. I don't know if she was just saying that because maybe I have that familiar face or whatever. I went with it. Yeah, dude. Because I did work with her in a movie called Vox Lux with Natalie Portman. Okay. The girl's name is Stacy Martin. And mm. you, if you haven't seen Vox Lux, you might have seen a, a two-part film, which was probably as close to X-rated without going X-rated as nice. far as our movie on Netflix. It's called Nymphomaniac. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Nymphomaniac? I remember Nymphomaniac. Do you remember the main girl in it, Stacey? I remember Nymphomaniac, yeah. St- Stacey, um, she was the younger version of the, yeah, of the protagonist. Of, of the Nympho. Of the Nympho, yep. Yeah. And she was the younger version. She like <laughs> she was there in front of me like, I think I might have like, like rubbed one seen off you to you. I've seen her, made her yeah. maybe rubbed one off to you. <laughs> I'll just say, anyways. Did you say uh, that to her? No, nah, I didn't say that. Okay, good call. But, like, that was a good call. <laughs> but she does some really crazy stuff in, in Nymphomaniac. So I'm she like, sure did. I'm talking to this girl. She recognizes me. We're having a drink because everything's respectful. And I'm just thinking of her, like, rubbing her fucking clit mm-hmm. um, in that one scene. And I think you know what uh, I'm alluding to, right? Yes, sir. Because um, supposedly they use, like, porn actors to for the really raunchy stuff in this movie. It's because they're used to it, man. Um, but they don't use like body doubles. Um, well, because they they had they some of the porn stars uh, actually did penetration. Yeah, yeah. And there there was penetration in that movie, which was crazy. Because mm-hmm. why wasn't it labeled an X rated film? But oh. they they I guess because the focus wasn't that it wasn't on the goods. On the goods that it, it mm-hmm. still technically they kept falls it tasteful 
under it was like, tasteful it, penetration. It, it, yeah, well, that was, <laughs> I had I never mean, heard of tasteful penetration. Do they do? Do, do they the, gingerly do, penetrated? <laughs> do they do MPAA re- ratings for movies that are made for Netflix? Wow, I don't know, you man. Know, That's actually um, a really good question. I think because it was probably unrated, they were probably because it was probably TVMA or whatever they yeah uh, something yes, like that. that's what Netflix does, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But I think it, it technically was NC seventeen. Okay. Kind of had to be. It, it kind of had to be, right? With that tasteful penetration, man. With the pe- tasteful penetration. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, there's been so much ink spilled and, you know, words said about how, like, mm-hmm. hypocritical the rating system is for yeah. movies. Yeah. About yeah. how you just say fuck and you get a, an immediate mm-hmm. R rating for that. Mm-hmm. Or, But you can mm-hmm. see Kate Winslet naked yeah. in yeah. Titanic. Right. But there's no fuck, so it's PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more like, you know, you can see people getting slaughtered. Oh, yeah. And you get PG- heads cut off. Yeah. And it's still PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, right. dude. Um, another cool thing was the HBO, Our Stories to Tell Party. Um, Sounds like best, you got a story to tell. You have. Had, had, the best, had the best appetizers and open bar because mm-hmm. it was just, it was Trust me, an open bar party uh, with limitless food and beautiful women ro- running around. There are one of the best things ever. There are not many things better. <laughs> I know, seriously. Really, it was great. It does. It does. Uh, it does take care of three separate vices. So. It does all at once. Right. Yes. Right. It's a trifecta. It's of, a trifecta of goodness. I mean, you add yeah. like a casino in there, and that's another one. Yeah. That it could be you start or, getting some free money. Right. Yeah. Or if it's like better yet, like a like a pit fight that you can yeah. bet on, and then right. here have some free drugs. Right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I think it's the only way we can edge that one out. Really? <laughs> so I got to interview a director uh, who was known for botching Solo, but he's still a respected director. Botching Solo. He botched Solo initially before he went to Ron Howard. Oh, okay, it's yeah. Bill Lord of Lord. Oh, Lord. that's right, you did. Yeah, so oh, I got to interview wow. him. I don't know if he really botched solo. Okay. If it was more like the executives, well, that was the executives' call because yeah. that's why Ron got it. Creative we differences never saw and all that. The Lord and Miller cut. No. For all I know, it could have been awesome. It was or probably even better. You know what? It was probably fantastic, but it didn't align with fucking Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy's vision of Star Wars. Yeah, which we'll talk about that bullshit. So did I, they actually did they actually do any filming? I thought uh, they they did, and they, they reshot seventy percent of the movie. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So I did ask Phil if he'd ever return to the Star Wars universe. He probably in some said, capacity. "Fuck no." He said, "Fuck um, no." You never know. You never know. Okay. You never well, know. Yeah. Okay. He's not he going to say fuck no. It's like a cash cow. It like a, it's, it's definitely the it's the cash cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but, like so like what what's Phil Lord like what's his what's the best thing he's done what the Lego movie did uh, he do that he, uh, the Lego they movie did that, was, yeah yeah and the into the Spider Verse oh yeah oh, oh that's right and we that's actually right. we actually talk about um, and that's fantastic I've yes. seen that movie I, so I got a new TV nice. on Black Friday a big mm-hmm. sixty five inch wow. the whole bit holy smokes and I watched and that movie is the best thing to watch on a huge screen oh yeah ever well I got some good news they're it's, working on the sequel yeah. thank yeah. baby that's, Jesus because. That's so, going to look amazing. So that's going to be on a future show. Nick's opinion, the, the Catherine's opinion, that is probably one of the best Spider-Man movie. Oh, okay. Ever wow. made. Okay. Ever made. I'm putting it up there. Well, hey, I think That's Nick's opinion. I think um, if you're Phil listening, Lord Phil is Lord. all about appeasing the fans. Yeah, buddy. Um, I also at the Legion M um, Pizza Lounge on Sundance, I ran into Walking Dead's own Steven Yoon, I guess former I saw that picture. Steven Yoon, I saw that, yeah. Who actually was in a film called Minari, which I got to see. And Minari, my goodness, uh, was an incredible movie. It's mm-hmm. about 
um, I guess uh, first generation Koreans and his and the family moving from um, the big city to uh, a tiny small town. Oh yeah. And I believe Kansas or whatever, and just adjusting to that life. I've really liked the projects that he's jumped into yes. since Walking Dead. And he was very convincingly um, played um, first generation. Really, um, Korean. Um, yeah, Korean. Like like with the accent and everything like that. That's awesome. Um, so I, and the film actually won the jury award at Sunday, and the audience award at Sundance. That's awesome. So it was good to run into them. Um, we also, um, uh, in addition to Charm City. Uh, Kings. We also uh, got to go to the Tesla screening, which stars Ethan Hawke. And is this Nikola Tesla or is this, this Elon is, Musk Tesla? That's a good question. It's yeah. uh, Nikola Tesla. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, is he, is, so around the time that, of uh, Thomas Edison. And all oh, that okay. As well. yeah. That's so, cool. I mean, it's a period piece. That that's a, is. I'm super excited for that. I, you're you're that, excited for that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. I definitely yeah. want to see that. Nikola Tesla has such an interesting life. Yeah. That it there you is, go. I'm like actually shocked they haven't made a movie about it. And I finally have. Yeah. The yeah. only the only other Nikola Tesla that I remember that I liked was when David Bowie did it in um, uh, um, the Prestige Chris, in the Prestige, yeah, yeah. With Christopher Nolan, yeah. So yeah. it's another film you get. I uh, got. I didn't get to watch the film sadly, yeah. but I did get to talk to Ethan Hawke. Um, actually, what's, my what's he like? Is he cool? Really cool. You know, I, I just mm-hmm. reminded him about some work that we did on Good Lord, Lord Bird in yeah. Richmond. Yeah. Um. So he was really cool. Um, That's cool. Our co-host, uh, who actually will be calling in, uh, my co-host for Click on This, mm-hmm. Lauren Francesco, who's a social media influencer, yep. interviewed Ethan. I interviewed uh, Eve Hewson. If you don't recall the name, her father is probably one of the most famous rock stars in the world. That's Bono's. That's Bono's daughter. Oh, yeah. all right. Wow. Is she a stunner or what? Wow. You got to you gotta wipe that up, man. Get that U2 Eve, money. Dude, yeah. that, that's, that's so good money, bro. Get yes, that trust is. fund money, brother. And probably one of my highlights was interviewing Valkyrie herself, actress Tessa Thompson. That's cool. Cool. Um, this was a panel for the movie that blew your mind. So there, are, so several actors and industry professionals are talking about any particular cinema oh, okay. that kind of influenced them or just blew blew their minds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Tessa. That's cool. Thompson man. herself, she told me in production right now is. Thor: Love and Thunder. That's awesome. About that. Oh, nice. so, so, so I guess that means amazing, she's in it. Amazing, amazing time. Yeah. I guess she's in it. And last but not least, the premiere for Timmy Failure, the new movie on Disney Plus. Okay. Which is about a young boy and his sidekick, a huge polar bear, and their okay, that's adventures. Cool. Uh, he's like an aspiring um, private eye. So he's kind with of like a, a kid private a eye with a bear. polar bear partner. Did you know if is that animated or and is it's that not animated? It's uh, live action, but the polar bear obviously is. Yeah, because you see, because I don't know if there are any like trained polar bears. I mean, like that's a nine foot animal. Like, and when polar they bears up, are especially aggressive yeah. and vicious. Especially, so like, I don't think they yeah. could put a real polar bear on set. Yeah. No. I don't think that would work out very well. Yeah, but the CG was amazing. This polar bear looked very realistic. Yeah, it they wasn't a, like the they did a the re- golden compass. Yeah. They, they did a really good job with the animation of this polar bear. That's right. So. That's right. And the final red carpet, if there wasn't enough events, mm-hmm. was the uh, red carpet for Falling, which was um, Viggo Mortensen's All right. directorial debut. I've, oh, as you that? know, he's an actor from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings and, and, and um, History of Violence. Very, very good, very good. He's mm-hmm. been he hasn't, he hasn't really been that prominent in his acting recently. But you though. know what? So He's much. one of the few actors I've seen in mainstream media who's done Full Frontal. 
<laughs> there yeah. you go. He did. Oh, is in, it in um, Eastern Promises? In Eastern Promises, yeah. he has a go. fucking a knife fight in fucking <laughs> buck ass nude with his dick flopping around, Jesus killing a bunch Christ. of dudes with with hook knives. Vigo brutal. Has convinced awesome. me that he is he is comfortable doing anything. He actually played clearly. A, he played a gay character. He has in, in this uh, following movie. The one. Oh, oh okay. He, is a previous movie you've seen him play? I thought he character? was gay. Isn't he gay? I believe he's married. Oh, yeah, okay. History. Oh, I mean, uh, wait, you could. I don't know. I just, I, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe who that. knows? Yeah, so, I feel like I got a pretty good gaydar, but I could be wrong. Yeah. So, th- honestly, this is a great film, guys. This Sweet. is about him being gay, uh, taking in his uh, father that has early onset dementia. Yeah. As maybe not totally accepting of his lifestyle. Naturally. But they still love each other. But he, because he's very cantankerous, yeah, very uh, hard to get. He he's, he causes drama at the dinner table with with Viggo Mortensen. He plays a son and mm-hmm. an actress that plays the daughter, Laura Linney from Ozark. Plays, oh wow, okay. Uh, plays um, and Laura the Linney, actor okay. is Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson yes. plays the dad. Yes, from and Aliens. Yes, very good, Nick. Bro, I got. Th- he, he's seventy nine years old now. He, 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 I had damn. no idea yeah. he was that old. I mean, wow. he looked he looked old in Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and the, Alien came out forty years ago. Forty, yeah. 40 was it nineteen eighty? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a hell of an actor. No, he was in Aliens. He was in the sequel. No, no, he was in the first one. He played. Uh, was he in the first one? Oh wait, no, yeah, no, no. no he, he was. was the, he was a cyborg in the second one. That's right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. With Jimmy yeah. Cameron's, yeah. So that it's all up here, man. Yeah, man. So okay, it's so not quite forty years ago. Yeah, but um, it's close enough. So Definitely in the thirties. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. interviewed Lance Hendrickson. That's fucking awesome. And uh, Lauren, my my uh, co-host for Click on This, interviewed Viggo Mortensen. That's and, totally uh, rad. I also interviewed the beautiful Hannah Gross, who plays the wife of Lance Hendrickson's younger self. Okay. It's Henriksen. Henriksen? Yes. Henriksen. Oh, it sounded like you were saying Henderson. Henderson. I thought it's, is is it Henriksen or Henriksen? Henriksen. First one. Henriksen. Yeah, that's what I thought. Henriksen, yeah. Yeah. I I said it correctly. All right. (laughs) So that was Sundance, guys, but but just shy of five, six days prior to that, I was in Los Angeles and got... Selected to attend the Screen Actors Guild Awards, as you know, mm-hmm. I was in the nomination committee, so I got to select nominees, and I also got to vote for the winners. Mm-hmm. But, bro, I mean, talk about an amazing. Did any of your talk about? Did any of your selections win? win? Yeah, yeah. Um, can I reveal? Am I allowed to talk about who I voted for, who won? I mean, the the awards have happened. Um, Brad Pitt. Well, yeah, they've well, Brad Pitt. I actually there, there was a sentimental thing because I got to work with. Because you got to work with him. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Yep, 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 yep. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard he smells nice. I hope that's not <laughs> yeah, the reason. You, that. I hope that's not the reason you voted for. Well, no, him. I, that's, that, his, that smells of a little corruption no, there. Well, <laughs> 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 he, have you seen Once Upon a Fi- Once Upon a Time? He was Yeah, of dude. How great was Brad Pitt? He was great in that role. He was also really great in Ad Astra, which I voted for. Joker, even though Leo and I, he's my homie, whatever. Mm-hmm. I voted for Joaquin because Joaquin blew it, blew blew the, the role out of the water. He did, mm-hmm. and playing the Joker. I mean, mm-hmm. he, and you know, and in the SAG Awards, it was probably one of his most normal speeches because I think at the BAFTA Awards he was talking about the lack of diversity. He did, yeah, which was kind of like real awkward. And then I think uh, at the Critics Choice Awards, he and during the press uh, conference, he kind of. Oh, he wasn't. Ha- back he wasn't having it at the Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah. He was just like, "These are all old questions. Old you questions. guys know the answers right. to these." Exactly. Fuck exactly. Off you remember that, right? I do. Yeah. The SAG Awards. He was actually kind and appreciative, and then thanked all his peers. Yeah. And didn't cause any controversy. So the Oscars are coming. Joaquin up. is a weird. And he just seems like a dude you don't want to give awards I'm, to because he clearly doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like, hey, thanks. Well, you know, you know that whole thing where he did that whole, like, for, like, months? He did this, this is not me. Or yeah. This, or I'm yeah. still here. Whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I want him to do at the Oscars? <laughs> What's just that? Just kind of roll up, because he's probably going to win the Oscar. I, I want think him, he will. I want him to just roll and be will. like, thanks, and then roll off. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do something different each time. Yeah. yeah. That would be the difference. You think, you think Joker will be the first comic book movie to get like a wow. real prestigious Oscar? Well, I mean, Heath Ledger got well, it for Yes, oh, that's for right. He did. Yes. Yeah. But that, that was good, still a supporting but, uh, actor for that. Yeah, that was supporting actor, and it was, and he was already dead, so he didn't. Yeah, get to give a speech. And but he, I'm talking yeah. like Joker will be. This the will first. be like the first legit. Okay. Lead? Yeah. You talking about lead actor? Lead, lead actor, actor or best picture or best director? Do you, I don't know if this play. will be best picture. No, it's not gonna no, be best picture. It won't be no, 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 best no, no, picture, no. but best actor. Yes. Best yeah. actor, definitely. So it might be the first one. He's got so. that. He's got that in the bag. I mean, they're they're thinking pretty much the Irishman for best best picture. I don't know. It could be Parasite's been upsetting. A yeah. lot of yeah. it has been a big upset. Um, I heard that was fucking good. Which though. I was just one film I have yet to see. I do have yeah. the. Co- I haven't uh, seen it either. My copy, but I haven't watched it yet. But uh, mm-hmm. um, but yes, um, man, just uh, we'll have to some, see. We'll have to wait. Juicy. Uh, it's gonna be a juicy Oscars this year. It's gonna be a juicy Oscars. It happens mm-hmm. this Sunday, guys. Um, oh, it's this Sunday. That's right. Yeah. But some of uh, the other actors I got to rub elbows with the SAG Awards, uh, the cast of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. Dacra Montgomery, really cool guy, Seems Joe Keery. Like cool he was actually really kind this year. I think I remember from a couple of years ago, he wasn't um, as wasn't willing to talk, I guess, mm-hmm. or, or chat. Yeah. This time, Joe, I talked with him. I told him how great his like his character arc was yeah. from becoming like the bully to like the lo- the love character, and mm-hmm. he like really appreciated that. I thought he did a nice job with that. Yeah. And had to had to say hi to to my girl Natalia Dyer. Yep. Yep. Uh, looking lovely. She was with. Uh, her guy, Charlie Heaton, who's also a cast member of Stranger Things. Yep. And, of course, one of our favorite shows is Game of Thrones. Sure. I had to say hi to Sir Davos Seaworth himself, Liam Cunningham. He seems like a nice guy. Really nice guy. I had to say hi to Sansa Stark herself again. Yeah. She's... Sophie Turner, who was with Joe Jonas. Oh, that's cool. As you know, they are married now. They um, are. Got to uh, say hi to Alfie Allen, who plays Theon Greyjoy. Did you see in, Did you see Jojo Rabbit? Um. He was in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Bro, <laughs> so I'll tell you. I should I've, admit that because I It's have, probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Jojo Rabbit and Parasite are the two that, I, yeah. I, that are still on so my watch. So Alfie side. Allen's in it and he plays a gay Nazi. And he, I mean, he hardly has any lines in the movie. Wow. But he did such a good Almost job. Almost like when he was um, Reek. Yeah. It's probably the but, same it, thing. but not nearly as fucked up. Right. Yeah, I mean, you should definitely watch Jojo. It was my favorite movie of this year. Very cool. Or 2019 or whatever. But. And I actually talked to David Benioff. No shit. So I had a, probably about a 10-minute conversation with David Were you Benioff. like, what the hell happened, bro? <laughs> I, well, so I, I'm all about appeasing the... Uh, of course. The, you're the, not the trying to be disrespectful. And you're you're so professional. My first question was about Star Wars. And yeah. he just said, no it didn't work out. I think I'm... I, he said, yeah, it just didn't really work out uh, timing and timing-wise is what he sure. said. Um, and I said, oh, I wonder if it had anything to do with Kathleen Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like danced around that for a little while. Yeah. And then the question that I've always wanted to know was... About uh, the f- season finale uh, or season, the se- the final season of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. whether and it, he answered my question mm-hmm. whether it was his decision, Dave and DB mm-hmm. for the ending, mm-hmm. or was it George R. R. Martin's? He says that he, he confirmed George R. R. Martin's ending. That was his that ending. That was huh? George R. R. Martin's mm-hmm. ending. Okay. So they stayed true to what George intended. Yeah, he didn't write the books. They had to like fill in the gaps. Oh, okay. But that's what George wanted. That's what George wanted. But Dave has got to make the books different. Though. Dave and DB 
what, stuck to his wishes yeah. of what he wanted there. What I'm curious about so is when he's—is he writing the last book yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's—he's he's got two more books. He's got yeah. the Winds of Winter and a Dream of Spring. I'm curious to see if he changes the ending now. That's what I'm thinking. As he now has that to. He has time to do now that. that he has time to do it, and now that and the show's over, and he saw like the the backlash. Kind of, the backlash. The backlash. I wonder if he's it. gonna appease the fans and and change the ending. Do you think who who would you want to see at the end of the uh, on the Iron Throne? Well, he, I mean, I probably Did you uh, want Jon Snow to, to to be the, the no no Tyrion. I, I, see what I really this is what I would this is what I would have changed. I would have had Jon Snow kill the Night King because that's been a story arc from it's, the it's beginning. The end of Arya. Yeah, I would have had Arya kill um, Cersei. Wow. Okay. Because that was her fucking story arc. That was yeah. You're right. That yeah. was the um, the kill list. Yeah. Right? That didn't. I mean, the way they killed them, it just didn't make any sense okay. to me. And at um, the end, the king. Well, it might have. Yeah, that might have been more well, a me. statement to about me. how like death isn't always meaningful. Like yeah. Cersei, Cersei, and um, um, shit. What's his name? Oh my Jamie. god, Jamie, 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 Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they um, they died in a very like random and kind yeah. of senseless way. Yeah, it was very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Unceremonious. Yeah, and I feel like they're up to that point. They were really starting to give the fans that those moments, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, for me, that you know, I kind of felt cheated out of those, you know, yeah, because. There was this build up and build up and build up and build up, and I mean that was one of the things that people were so upset about was the promises, quote unquote, that were made that weren't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, in regards to who would be sitting on the Iron Throne at the end, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Okay. Yeah. But anyone but Bran, or do you like Bran? I, I mean, uh, I wasn't opposed. I wasn't to opposed Bran. to Bran. I mean, the poor guy sat around for the whole. Ten seasons. Yeah. So it's nice to give him something. But that's what George intended. If that's what George intended, that's yeah. cool. But I would have changed a little bit of the journey. Okay, I'll say that. Okay, I would have. I was actually thinking Sansa would. End Sansa up would have been road. a dope queen. As a queen. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. she well, became a queen, queen anyway. She's queen so. of the north. Queen of the north. So that's you know. Down. Yeah. But I would have liked to have. You know, I'm cool with John going back to the Night's Watch. Okay. But I would have. You, you know, I'd have just changed his journey just a little bit. Just a little bit. I love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. I we I saw Tom Hanks. I chatted very briefly with him. Yeah. I dropped uh, a mutual uh, friend. Uh, I just want to give actress. that. I want to give him a hug. I bet he's a nice hugger. <sighs> you know what? My conversation with him was brief. Yeah. But he did say to tell, and this is a uh, shout out to Tracy Fairway who mm-hmm. starred in Tom Hanks, A Hologram for a King, played yeah. his daughter. Yeah. Uh, that he, he said say to tell Tracy I said hi. I also there have a Tom Hanks mutual acquaintance. Do you really? Yeah, buddy of mine named Blake Orchard. Okay. Or Blake Armstrong. He was Tom's- Orchard Armstrong. That's a- Ar- Armstrong. Okay. <laughs> um, he was Tom's, I guess he's, he was his assistant from like 2002 to like 2005. Wow. Yeah. And like, remember MySpace? Of course. He was in his top eight on his MySpace page. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. assistant was, was on Tom Hanks' official MySpace page. Official MySpace page. Wow, page. Yeah, yeah. pretty rad, dude. Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah, yeah. So, so if I ever meet him, I'd be like, hey, yeah, I, I went to high school <laughs> with your assistant from 12 years ago. Well, let's not forget, because <laughs> yeah. we were off the air, Tom Hanks' uh, just priceless His reaction, reaction. Oh, to that was beautiful. Ricky Gervais's, uh, That's a face of a guy who knew exactly what, what Ricky Gervais was talking about. And he was like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty, he's not lying. Pretty crazy. <laughs> it was <man>. good. It was <laughs> good. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, for you Riverdale fans, I got to see um, Camila Mendez herself, who plays mm-hmm. Veronica. I know you're a fan, right? 
Yeah. Eh. <laughs> it's on my list of things yeah, to watch. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, she's, she's, she's quite lovely. Yeah. And I reminded her that we interviewed her and Lily Reinhardt plays Betty mm-hmm. at the Philadelphia Wizard World, and she actually remembered. Oh, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, in addition, wow, one of my new favorite actresses, Margaret Qualley. You might uh, remember her from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, who played <laughs> one of Manson's girls. Oh, okay. Which the one? one that seduced Brad Pitt. Oh. And the, the hitchhiker. Uh, oh, Rod, yeah, Rod, yeah. Rod yeah. With the Harry Pitts. Yeah, but she had Harry Pitts. She's a gorgeous girl. She mm-hmm. is actually the daughter of Andy McDowell, if you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yep. So I got to. All these, all these yeah. famous celebrity kids are growing up, man. Yep. Speaking of famous celebrity kids, the daughter of mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet is yep. Zoe Kravitz. Got to say, tell some big little lies to mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz. That's my, mm-hmm. my caption for the photo of that us together. Works. Which She's is going to awesome. be Catwoman. One of my biggest photo ops from the SAG Awards was one of my favorite directors of all time, guys, Quentin I Tarant. saw that. Tino. That General, looked, I met you Quentin met, Tarantino. You met the big oh, T. Oh, the yes. one only. It was so So what's he like? Rad. Was he a cool dude? Really cool guy. Really cool guy. Was Very st- brief. I just mm-hmm. told him how I respected. He was kind. He was, mm-hmm. was um, you know, um, the conversation wasn't long, but the fact that he t- took his time to say hi. That's and, cool. And, um, oh, let's not forget Masande. Mm-hmm. Natalie Emmanuel, mm-hmm. uh, who's also from the Fast and Furious franchise, gonna yep. say hi to her as well. Um, and um, and you, last but not least, Madeline Brewer from The Handmaid's Tale, got to say hi to her. Did as you not well. get another Margot Robbie sighting this time? You know what? I was looking for Margot. Yeah. And uh, she must have skipped out because my friend Mr. Carrie Anderson, who always mm-hmm. gets a photo up of Margot Robbie because mm-hmm. he goes to the awards like every year. Yeah. Wasn't able to find her either. She must have. She must have ghosted it right. After the awards let okay. out and did not stop by the party, you didn't get to see your girl. Oh man! But you know, I got to see her once. So that's you did, it. yeah. But I got to stop by the Netflix party at Sunset Tower, uh, and uh, got to chat a little bit with Annie Murphy from, which could be my new favorite comedy TV show, Shit's Creek. Yeah, uh, yep. That is such a great show. Have you seen the daughter? And she's and she gorgeous. Yeah, Alexis. And she's funny too, isn't she? Yeah, is that she's with uh, Eugene Levy? Is that yeah. show. Yeah, that yeah. is a really funny show. So I haven't okay. seen it yet. Yeah. So you're familiar yeah. with Annie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw that picture. Yes. Um, of you with with her. Yes. And yeah, you never invite me to the cool shit where you meet these all these hot women. Ugh. She's. She's and she's beautiful. something else. You look good in your tux too, man. Thanks, yeah. man. I appreciate that. Yeah. I got a lot of compliments. On is that, that a rental or is that your tux? That's actually I own the tux. Good for you. I look change it every you. year with a tie, you know. Good for but you. It is good the same tux I've worn. <laughs> Looking sharp. Secrets out. I wear the same tux, but it's okay. Looking it sharp. But um, hey, guess what? I have no tuxes, so yeah. there you go. So guys, that, that was the SAG Awards. So that's pretty, uh, that's pretty fucking. So rad. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, the E Entertainment Weekly prior prior that was a lot of fun. I got to. Uh, Briefly uh, talked to um, Hunter Schaefer from um, uh, Euphoria. You might have seen on HBO, starring Zendaya. It's it's a crazy. Oh, is that really, the show with all the dicks? There's some dicks in there, but there's a lot of a uh, lot of female nudity. I, I heard as well. there was a scene with like 50 dicks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot of dicks in it too. Man. Okay, yeah, Which, you know what? That's cool. There, but there be more equal opportunity nudity. Equal opportunity lately. nudity. Like That's cool. Let's but show it's some coming of age, um, some P's and V's. Yeah, coming of age drama. We all know what dicks look like. Yeah, <laughs> I look at, I look at one every day. Yes, <laughs> it's mine, but you know. I hope it's no one else's. <laughs> <laughs> no, just mine. My dick every day, <laughs> but uh, it, it's definitely worth tuning in. Uh, Euphoria is a, is a great show, uh, yeah. very shocking, and probably very realistic as well. Yeah, some of the mm-hmm. things that are going on. But uh, 
Let's let's talk about some stuff, man. That we've we've been off the air for a month we and got, a half. We got some. Let's go directly to jump into, brother. Directly into some Star Wars talk, guys. Oh, so, yeah. so now we, we know that the Star Wars Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker had some cameos, but mm-hmm. this is just <coughs> this is new new news. Um, reportedly, George Lucas had a voice cameo. Yeah. In the Rise of Sky, Skywalker that we did not know about. Yep. Um, so apparently, did he play one of the random Jedi in the? Um, no, no, he no. didn't. No, so, he wasn't. Uh, it's actually a scream. There's a deep scream um, somewhere in the film that's actually the voice of George scream. Lucas, okay. um, which they affectionately called the George, which was recorded from American Graffiti. Is that going to be? Oh my God, that's going to so be. So they wow. use a scream the from new Ra- Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah. so they use so, that scream. So I gotta, I gotta tell you a random kind yeah. of Star Wars adjacent story regarding the, uh, the, the Wilhelm. Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you know, as you, you, you guys know what the Wilhelm scream of course. is, obviously. Yeah. And um, so over winter break, I was watching uh, with my kids. I was, we were watching uh, A New Hope. Sure. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm finally getting them to, like, actually, you know, sit and watch the movies. That's cool. And there's a scene, like, um, there's a scene in A New Hope where one of the stormtroopers falls off a ledge and they do the Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, who's nine, was like, that's that scream! That's the scream we hear all the time! Oh. That's cool. And that made me feel so good that that's, she recognized that's, that. That's good. You're raising them right. Exactly. Good for you. That's good. <laughs> and she even, uh, she's even like, what's it called? The William scream? And I was like, the William. <laughs> oh, oh, man. For a nine-year-old, that's great. Yeah. Um, that is great. Um, some other Easter eggs, I mm-hmm. guess, that are in Last mm-hmm. Skywalker that we might not know about. Rise of Skywalker. Um, did I say Rise of Skywalker? You said Last Skywalker. Oh, snap. How that's dare a, you? That's not even a actual That's not. That's not. Movie. That's not that is movie. not. That is an, you know an amalgamation is? I'm, I'm, of I'm, the last you, two You combined movies. Last Jedi and Rise. Okay, I think I got stuffed up, so my, my pronunciation's a little off. It's okay, we'll, we'll be here to correct you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we see a red-tinted forest... Um, which actually was Mustafar. They didn't reveal that, but that's the lava planet where Darth Vader mm-hmm. becomes disfigured, and it's the opening scene where he's fighting off all these. Uh, that was supposed to be on Mustafar. That's Mustafar. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So these were Vader cultists that he was fighting. Oh, see, so I didn't know. <laughs> that. Remained on the planet. I didn't on know Mustafar. That. I didn't know. That. Yeah. So that's what that was. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren cleaned them out. Yeah. Well, um, another Easter egg, of course, is that Palpatine said in Episode 3, the dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities, mm-hmm. some considered to be unnatural. Yes. Um, and he then proceeded to tell Anakin a Sith legend about Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Palpatine repeats this phrase when Kylo tracks him down on Exegol, so, which is uh, interesting to know. Um, of course, Yoda mentions all the way back in Empire Strikes Back that there is another mm-hmm. hero who could save them. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, in Return of the Jedi, we found out it's Leia, yep. twin sister. Um, in Episode Nine, it's finally revealed that Leia ch- was trained as a Jedi and, in fact, constructed her own lightsaber. Which, for you know, you know? it makes sense. That after Return of the Jedi, that Luke would kind of get her to work and yep. get some more Jedi. Start her training kind of late. Yeah, that's okay. They usually start at younglings yeah. or whatever. I mean, we know she's force sensitive. And she's mm-hmm. force sensitive, which we saw in the greatest space escape. In the uh, Mary Poppins escape. <laughs> right. So are, are midichlorians still canon? Oh, man. So I mean, they are because they haven't taken them out of episode one. 
Yeah. But they're not. But they don't talk about them anymore. They don't talk about it, which maybe it's an urban legend. Mm. But JJ's um, film of the of the last Skywalker, the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Maybe I did say it. the yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Still went back to the fact that um, force sensitivity is uh, genetically inheritable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, um, leads me to believe that this midichlorian is still. It's still a thing. A thing. Yeah. You know. Nobody's being conceived from them anymore, apparently. Right. right. But, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's like being a mutant, pretty yeah. much. Pretty much, yeah. Another Easter egg, C- uh, C-3PO states at the Festival on Pasana mm-hmm. occurs once every 42 years, mm-hmm. and 42 years ago was... A New Hope came out. A New Hope came out. 42 years ago. Holy yeah, shit. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't even thought of yet. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about Ray doing um, her training on abs- obstacle course, which is d- taken directly from Star Wars A New Hope, mm-hmm. just like Luke did aboard the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Ray trains with a sp- spherical training droid. Yep. With the blaster helmet covering her eyes. Yep. That was kind of cool. That was a um, nice throwback. In episode was, nine, uh, Rise of Skywalker, Kyle Ren repeats a line. He said in episode seven, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yep. That was a, that was one of the scenes that I that really like gave me some feeling. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I wasn't I wasn't super moved by by Rise of Skywalker. I wasn't like, oh, this was a great fucking movie. I kind of right. came out and I was like, meh. But that particular scene when he's renouncing the dark side, renouncing the dark side, and yes. you see Harrison Ford show up, and yes, all that like <gasps> it that got was a little teary eyed, right? I got a little teary eyed at that right. scene. That was the scene that did it. Yeah, yep. still got to admit, I liked Endgame better. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> but <laughs> leaps and bounds, yeah. <laughs> leaps and bounds. It's like a um, yeah, because I actually felt it when Iron Man died. Yeah, <laughs> not as I much. cried like That's four fair. times at Endgame. Fair. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> Tears streaming real down talk. my face like four fucking times yeah. at Endgame. <laughs> This yeah. Uh, so Ray goes back to um, Octo. She tries to throw her lightsaber, and then mm-hmm. Luke um, retrieves it and s- uh, snatches the lightsaber out. Of the that air. was that was a nice fuck you, Ryan Johnson moment. It was a, that was definitely a you, Ryan Johnson uh, moment. Treating uh, need to treat the Jedi rep- weapon with respect. Yep. Um, and also, um, I feel like that was Mark Hamill saying, "JJ, can we just add this in here, please?" <laughs> Ryan made me do this, and it pissed me off. Pissed me off. It pissed all the fans off. Pissed everybody off. Um, pissed me off. And also, in episode five, we saw Yoda levitating the X-wing, and they mm-hmm. did it again. Episode did it again. nine with yep. the old X-wing mm-hmm. uh, being levitated out. Yep, that um, was a nice throwback. It was cool seeing that. And Wedge Antilles, a rebel pilot, took part in. Yeah. Uh, both uh, episodes four and six was part of the defensive line of Hoth. Episode five also came back for mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker. For Rise of Skywalker. That was awesome. An, that was nice that they tracked him down. That was I good. mean, it was awesome to see him and Lando together. I think that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Um, of course, we all love Lando get, coming mm-hmm. back, even though, you know. And I'm happy they didn't kill him off. Thank you. I read. You don't have to kill off all your original characters, right? Before the movie came out, I read an article that there was yeah. a quote unquote leak. Where Lando and Chewie were going to crash the Millennium Falcon, right. and, and like sacrifice themselves, and I was like, right. "Come on, motherfuckers, don't do that shit." Yeah. So they didn't do that. So that was a saving. Well, did grace. you think Chewie was actually dead, like in that scene where at I first, said no? At first, <laughs> at first I did, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like, yeah, I, I was. I, I, I went through the same thing. And I was like, like, "You like, motherfuckers! How are they going to kill you really Chewie did like that? that? You motherfuckers!" <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, "Really? Yeah. Okay." Yeah. 
Um, what else? So um, some of the voices that um, Ray hears oh, during it, her battle against Palpatine here is yeah. revealed now. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. Oh, it was revealed in the credits. Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They brought Olivia Diabo as Luminari Unduli. Mm-hmm. Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka uh, Tano. Ahsoka Tano, yeah, yes. from, from Clone, Wars Clone Wars and Rebels. That's I'm re-watching right. Rebels now. Oh, you I really got to watch yeah. Rebels. Dude, I, I, I got to watch. You know, the yeah. first season mm-hmm. is more for kids. Mm-hmm. But then, like at the end of the first season, they really find this awesome stride, Good. and it's for everybody. It's they it's a make great storyline. They should. It's a great storyline. They really should make it for everybody. And just they like do. They do with the movies. And they know? do. They do. They Good. do. Yeah. We have Jennifer Hale as Ayla Sakura, the mm-hmm. Twi'lek. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu, yep. Ewan McGregor, and Alex Guinness. Both of them. Yep. They used both of them, which was cool. Yeah. More news on Obi Wan a little bit. Oh yes. Um, Frank Oz as Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angelique Perrin as Addy Gallia. I'm not sure who that is. I thought Frank is Oz that a Rebels was so per- opposed yeah. to, uh, like, he was, because he was not happy with The Force Awakens, Frank Oz. Oh, oh no, he wasn't. Was, <laughs> no. R- really? Yeah. yeah, like, he was He was quoted as saying about how unhappy he was with it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Well, you know, they, he... he he was willing to come back for lend he his came, voice. He came back. Yeah. If you notice, he wasn't a, vo- a force ghost. Uh, no, he just did the just the voice. The voice. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people expected the force ghost to come back, but he didn't. Um, See, if they had pulled the the force ghost, that would have been for me a better fan service. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been, been that would have been that would have been more, more force movie. ghost. That would have been the baller move. Oh, more if they had force ghosts where all of those Jedi were, were like were there, yeah, dude. that would have been. And helped, and kind of helped the battle yeah. against yeah. all the Sith. Like, uh, even, like, getting Liam cronies. Neeson in there again. You know, just the yeah. whole thing. That would have been... Liam Neeson, another voice that yep, we heard. Yeah, there was another voice, as yeah. Well as Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Yep. As Kanan Jarrus. Kanan Jarrus yeah. from Rebels. From yeah, Rebels. so it's like, wow. It's, yeah, they, you know, yeah. they had a lot of oppor- opportunities mm-hmm. with, with Rise of Skywalker that they didn't take for whatever fucking reason. Right. And that's why I'm not so fucking. Oh, Rise of Skywalker was so yeah. good. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean it depends. So like, do you get? Do you ever get? To a, you do you ever get to a point where like you're kind of like, eh, it's too much fan? See, service. I wasn't super happy with it because the whole movie was damage control for Last Jedi for me. It it felt like. But people JJ said if you didn't like Last Jedi, you'd love Rise Rise of Skywalker. Well, no, wasn't the case. It repudiated wasn't the case. A but that lot wasn't that wasn't the case yeah. with with uh, half, half the movie was damage control for Last Jedi, and the other half felt oh. more like a fan fiction film. Yeah, like than a legitimate a lot Star of, Wars. A lot movie. of nostalgia. This movie, I mean, and well, you, if you yeah. whether you love or hate Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I despise at, it. At least it tried something new, right? But that's yeah. not the that's not the place to do it. See what's wh- and I I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. It really came down to JJ. So right. he did not have a plan for all three movies. He had a plan for The Force Awakens, and that's where he fucked it up. He, like you know, it's kind of like lost all over. Again. It, it is lost all over again. <laughs> yeah. He should have had a complete you know outline for all three movies that they had to follow. But instead. He did the first one, and he had, and for me, Force Awakens is the best one of these three of the Disney right. three. It's the best one. It, it, it okay. It, it's my favorite of the three. Ah, and you know they fucking gave the reins to Ryan Johnson here. Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. And he completely undid everything from Force Awakens that made it so fucking special. Well, it's still not the best Star Wars movie oh, in the twenty first uh, century. Not even at all. because yeah. um, that's Rogue One. It is. Okay, Rogue One, in your opinion, of the new movies? Of the new movies. Yeah, well, that's okay. why I said 21st century. 21st right, right, century, right. yeah. Okay. But, you know, right. it's just... 
it, it felt it, I yeah. It, there was so much that had to happen in the in Rise of Skywalker. That movie yeah. was forty two years in the making, and for me, they shot blanks. Okay. Well, another ability, force ability that we saw in uh, the Rise mm-hmm. is force healing. So we saw a little bit of that in the and Mandalorian. Force teleporting. <laughs> Force teleport, yes, but force yeah. healing specifically yeah. with that huge giant snake alien yeah. that the Ray helped heal mm-hmm. uh, when they were like underground. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, if that's another force ability that we were, but uh, that's already that was canon. To? That was canon before that movie, though. It, it was, was in it the was. Mandalorian. It was, it, it was in the Mandalorian. Was but it before prior that? to Mortal Mandalorian? Was it in any of the books? Okay, was in the books. Well, like yeah. you know, <laughs> they pretty much uh, make. Like the Jedi are almost like omnipotent. They have yeah. like so many powers right. now. Yeah, and we're just learning about a lot, um, some of them. Yeah, and there's probably a lot more in movies to come. I I felt like the uh, force teleporting lightsaber trick was a little too on the nose. Yeah, but uh, I, I, you know it was okay. Though that Kyle, you know his lightsaber battle at the end as Ben Solo, right, it was probably one of my favorite parts of that movie. Okay, he was you know especially he gets the lightsaber and he's like. Meh. This felt like a very Adam Driver moment where he's just like, hey, I got a lightsaber now. And then he <laughs> killed all, those, all the Knights of Ren. Anyways. Right, and he yeah. killed all the Knights of Ren, of yeah. course. Uh, we saw the return of the Ewoks. Uh, Warwick Davis returned as Wicked. As Wicked. That was that cool. Was, that was that cool. Was, that was that made me wild. happy. That I, made I me happy. Because I'm one of the people that love Ewoks. Mm-hmm. I think they're savage. Yep. And they're rad. And we saw Chewie finally get the medal that he, he deserves. He got the medal so that he deserves. Another yeah. fan service moment, that was a good. That was a good a fan service fan moment. moment. That was yeah. a good fan service moment. So that moment. was really cool. Um, we also saw Ray go back to Tatooine. Um, uh, to Uncle Owen on Peru's um, yep. ranch. Yep. And uh, we see Ray's new lightsaber at the end of the film after mm-hmm. she buries Luke and I Leia's I wonder if they're going to start selling it at Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> this is a trademark yellow with mm-hmm. the staff, uh, for trademark staff, yeah. it was like the handle. And then I'll tell you, so. while watching that entire movie, mm-hmm. I kept asking myself, why the fuck is she carrying around her stick? She's got yeah. a lightsaber. Right. It makes no sense. <laughs> Until that scene, I was like, oh. Okay. Now that makes sense. Now yeah. it makes sense why she's got and that. And of okay. course, we all know at the end, she, mm-hmm. I guess, adopts the name Skywalker, which mm-hmm. the title now makes more sense. Mm-hmm. She's renouncing the Palpatine name, yep. which is her bloodline, yep. and now she's she a is a Skywalker. So I saw uh, that. I Easter went, eggs, yeah. okay. <laughs> Um, they actually revealed some of the uh, visual effects that went into um, recreating Leia from old footage and, yeah. and making it look new from yeah. ILM. There's actually a video out that shows all that. It's definitely mm-hmm. worth checking out. Um, Rise of Skywalker earned um, so um, a domestic cumulative of 507 million, which is a flop for which a Star is considered Wars movie. a flop for a Star Wars movie. Yes, yeah, it did worse um, than uh, Rogue One. It's it still, but. Still broke a billion. Okay, still made over a billion globally. Globally, yeah. Glo- but but domestically, it was. A yeah, Rogue lower. One did better than Rise of Skywalker did. Right. So well, yeah, you're going to see diminishing box office. So a lot of yeah. people there, there's there was a theory that I actually kind of agree, and they were saying the reason why it didn't do so well at the box office is because the preceding movie, Last Jedi, did not have a cliffhanger. No. For people to want to go and see another reason why that movie was terrible. Well, that's yeah. kind of ridiculous for one thing. Like, yeah, Empire <laughs> Strikes Back ended in a crazy yeah. cliffhanger. That's yeah. true. It did. Luke, I am and your you father. had to see what happens next. But the other thing, oh, and, you Han, know, and Han gets uh, Han you gets know, frozen. How about teasing Palpatine at the end? 
yeah. of Last Jedi. Yeah. But, but be, of it course, felt, Ryan it felt didn't want so Palpatine. fucking shoehorned putting yeah. Palpatine back in there, yeah. and that's what made me feel like it was a fanfic. Well, yeah. like yeah, that he's like the mastermind behind everything. Yeah, and they and they and they like one thing that did bother me a little bit is mm-hmm. like, so like. I guess all of those star destroyers each had like a planet destroyer, a planet destroying gun, gun or yeah. whatever device. Yeah, yeah, and it's like when you think about that, that's like you know when you think about how huge a deal the Death Star was yeah. in the original trilogy. Yeah, and then suddenly there's like thousands of them. Yeah, and this trilogy <laughs> completely diminishes what happened in the original trilogy. Yeah, all the way down to Anakin Skywalker, it it made mm-hmm. all everything his entire story arc. It made it practically useless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because oh, Palpatine's back. Yeah, no. and then yeah. and there's like uh, this invincible army of like uh, Palpatine, <laughs> uh, what zealots minions or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, and no one had noticed it before. Right. Yeah, I want to know how Palpatine's son, who obviously had crazy Force abilities, mm-hmm. um, dark side of Force, I guess. Yeah, um, and he chose to be a nobody. Mm-hmm. Why haven't we really heard of him? I guess he just. It made, see that was the other thing. It made no fucking sense. You know, um, mm-hmm. he must. You know, I think they should have did a little backstory, mm-hmm. a little more than than showing what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, another cool Easter egg was Jodie Comer from Killing Eve played Ray's mother. Okay, yeah. You know what that so, what it what what a cool. lot of it is like. I was thinking about yeah. like the whole thing about shoehorning uh, Palpatine in and what it reminded me of. Mm. Like Nick, I I'm assuming you read comics. Yeah, of course. Okay. Did you uh, um, have you ever read the infamous Spider-Man clone saga? No. Okay, so that lasted. That was like pretty much lasted five years in okay. the '90s, and it got more and more ridiculous as they. Um, well, it was revealed that the original Peter Parker was actually a clone, and the actual Peter Parker had been in. You know, was thinking he was a clone mm-hmm. and had been living a life as this guy Ben Riley, and then they switch places, and it turns mm-hmm. out there's like hundreds of Spider-Man clones all around the oh wow yeah, all around now the world. That gets a little crazy. And <laughs> so, like, this went on and on and on forever, mm-hmm. and then it was revealed at the end, just suddenly out of nowhere, that the mastermind behind this was. Norman Osborn, who had somehow come back to life. Yeah, that just sounds, <laughs> that just, it just like sounds a, like weak writing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want speaking of different writing, there are mm-hmm. some leaks of Colin Trevorrow's. Have uh, you read about this, yeah. General Colin Trevorrow's original script for Episode Nine, mm-hmm. um, which obviously was not called Rise of Skywalker. But if you want to know some of the points uh, that were um, talked about in Trevorrow's uh, script, yeah. Um, so. Um, Instead of Palpatine, um, Colin Trevorrow uh, has Tor Valum, uh, who was a Sith Lord, old master before Darth Plagueis, uh, as the major antagonist instead of Palpatine. Which would have been better. Uh, And the prospect of Palpatine having more than one evil master certainly sounds intriguing. Mm. uh, so uh, as in Rise, we saw Adam Kyle, um, Adam's Kylo Ren be redeemed. However, um, in Trevorrow's script, Driver's character stayed bad. Yeah, and to my, uh, till the very end. And for so, me, I mean, the, for the me, redemption. It, yeah, I don't know if you liked. I liked the redemption. But I liked the redemption. That was one of the things okay. I did like. They about didn't it. have this in Trevorrow's yeah. uh, script. And I kind of, for me, I feel like Adam Driver kind of carried the, those last two movies. For me, okay, yeah. Um, so I was happy they gave him that. Um, 
Let's see. Um, so, oh yeah. By the way, it was called Duel of Fates. That was the working title of Trevor's script, which would have been um, great. We would have seen Coruscant, the mm-hmm. the big because we haven't seen Coruscant since, since episode the three, prequels. right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was a really cool. That would have been a baller move. That was a cool planet. I yeah, think, I dug it. it's Hell a big yeah. city, right? It's a city planet. Yeah, is, is Coruscant um, the, that's Cloud City, right? No, no Coruscant no, no, no. is the big city in Episode Three. That's where Jedi headquarters or the Jedi. Oh, Temple Episode was. Three. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Yep. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Where the old. That's right. Where yeah. the old uh, Jedi Temple stood would have made an appearance. Which that would have nice That would have been so much. That would have been. That's so much what better. Trevor decided. Um, Wait. So what's the planet that Han Solo is from? Uh, he's from Cordelia? Um, course, no, Cor- no, 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 no. Corellia. Corellia. Oh, Corellia. Cordelia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cord- Cordelia. Cordelia. Yeah, from sorry. The I, gotta, I guess I got to pass out my geek cred yeah. because I yeah. didn't remember that. And, yeah. I w- and I was getting them mixed up, Coruscant and Corellia. Mm-hmm. All the um, core. The Sith holocron was present in Trevor's script. So which would have been cool. Which is just now. Because um, the, the holocrons are all over the place in uh, Clone Wars and Rebel. We just we just don't see him in any of the right, movies. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, General Hux has a much bigger role in the Trevor. <laughs> I got to admit, I did enjoy the, the General Hux uh, <laughs> storyline. Once again, betrayal. lazy writing. It oh, was, there's a mole in in the first order, and he just goes, "I'm the mole." <laughs> And then, come on, that was boom, funny. It was funny, yeah, but it was unfortunate. Yeah, it was like I like it when they because they they tend not to inject humor into yeah, uh, yeah. into yeah. Star Wars a lot. So I like yeah. it when they do that. Yeah, maybe I, I guess Marvel. And I wonder if I wonder how Dom Hall Gleason felt about that too. If he was just like, oh, I'm the mole. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he hates. Well, we we knew that he hated Kyle. Him and Kyle had yeah. butted heads. So yeah, it, had, you know, it wasn't so too out of the. He question, had the motivation. You know? Yeah, exactly. Definitely had the motivation. So I we just were like just talking about the Force Ghost, Big Nick. Yeah. But in Trevor's script, the ghosts of Luke, Obi Wan, Yoda will assist Ray against. Um, that would have been Tor cool. Malum, yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, and also in Duel of Fates, Trevor's script, um, R two D two was destroyed. Wow. See, oh, that huge. that would have been the controversial move, man. Yeah. That. So I don't know. I mean, there's things I liked about Trevorrow's script. There's mm-hmm. things I didn't. Um, but I guess if I had to choose from his, uh, there's some elements I would put into it. But overall, I would prefer J.J.'s version. You know what I'd be curious to read is George Lucas's episode nine. Wow. Because as you know, he wrote all nine scripts. Okay. He, well, he, he was he, a consultant, though. He was a consultant, but obviously you, they didn't use... Did he use... bring any of his ideas? I don't think so. Okay. I would have loved to have seen... So so has George original. Lucas <laughs> been, like, rehabilitated in everybody's eyes now? Well, what's funny is that it, I'm sure you guys remember when the prequels came out, everyone was like, no, George Lucas shouldn't do anything ever right. again. Yeah, that's And what now I mean. everyone's like, please, baby Jesus, can you bring George Lucas <laughs> back? <laughs> right. Because... Yeah, that's that's exactly what I mean. Everyone yeah. was so was... excited when Disney bought Lucasfilm because they were like, right. oh, my God. Because they thought they were going to do right. something amazing, but instead they, you know... I'm not going to go too much into the political aspect of it, right. but it just felt way too, yeah. you know, anyway. So here's the latest. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger uh, said that there is definitely a hiatus with the movies. Yeah. So he just they just did a, um, I guess, a conference or a shareholder a, meeting. Yeah. There it is. That's because the he biggest confirmed. Star Wars movie in history flopped. In some respects. In some respects, yeah. I mean, it did well in the box. That movie should have been bigger than Endgame. Yeah. It should have been. So now their focus is Disney Plus. Yeah. 
um, which is fine because they're yeah they're already let's, wa- they're let's already, talk about some of the awesome yeah. stuff they're already filming and they and, and in the second season it's gonna and come Lawrence, out it's coming out this year that's right yeah. October 2020 thanks, is the baby, official thank baby Yoda a date of the Mandalorian which mm-hmm. you'll be happy to know when do the big Marvel shows come out I know uh, uh, they just had the previews for them for yeah, Super Bowl. yeah during the Super Bowl yeah and uh, we're going back to Star Wars real quick yeah they just need to give the reins to Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Fucking bump Maybe Kathleen they should Kennedy. do the movies. Yeah, bump but Kathleen Kennedy off the fucking throne because she's doing a terrible goddamn job. <laughs> and let those two guys fucking run the show and watch watch it all just kind of go back up they, in quality They again. could be the executive producers. I mean, look at what they're doing them, with know? Mandalorian. It's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Did you? So I think our last show was before the finale. Did yeah. you like the finale? I episode? loved the finale. Yeah. Is Giancarlo Esposito a Sith Lord, or is it just the weapon he's using to open this? Uh, so that weapon is, um, it's called. I think it's like the Black Saber, the Dark Saber. Something yeah. Like that. It's a Mandalorian weapon. Okay. And the whole point of that weapon was like it is like a, it's a symbol for a certain tribe in Mandalore that ran the planet. That were they were like the monarchs of the planet. Uh, okay. So the fact that he is in possession of it implies like it, that he's maybe a former Mandalorian, something like that. Yeah, yeah. or because, Could, but he's definitely not a force sensitive. Uh, th- not necessarily no, okay, because necessarily, okay. because the, uh, if you watch Clone Wars, because mm-hmm. they they go into it in great detail in Clone Wars mm-hmm. and in Rebel, right? Um, and they go through the whole lore of the Dark Holy Saber. Shit, I gotta watch. Them. You really gotta fucking watch them. Yeah, They're okay. so good. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily thinking that he's a okay. a force wielder. He could be. Mm-hmm. We don't know, but yeah. And we saw, um, we saw the Mandalorian unmasked. Yeah, which was yeah. my prediction. We would see in the final episode. I didn't yeah. know how, but I, I was like, we have you know, to. They see hinted it at that one episode yeah. where they fight the Walker, mm-hmm. uh, the ATST. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was a good move. It was a good move. Bob Iger also said that the Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series mm-hmm. is still a go. There were yeah. rumors that they were going to put it on the, the back burner, but no. no. It's just going to they're, – um, They're tweaking the, the script. They're tweaking it up. They're going to shoot the beginning of 2021. Okay. So, you know, I guess production was rumored to start a little earlier. I thought um, they were already filming, but they, they – They're not filming now. Oh, okay. They were facing production delays, but they he dismissed any – Rumors that they were going to cancel the series. Um, yeah. Bob said that the scripts are really good. He saw 90% of the writing and he really liked it. All this bullshit about creative differences and all that stuff is none of it is true. Okay. Because I really do want to see oh, Ewan is, McGregor back as Obi-Wan. Oh, everybody does. Yes. Everybody does. Everybody does. And Ewan McGregor Including does Including Ewan McGregor, too. yeah. Yeah, he's all about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's see what happens there. Yeah. Um, dude. Oh my God! Remember you talked about this uh, transport in Mandalorian that we showed our buddy Flex, who's yeah. a former BTV host, and he said, "Don't, don't, don't talk about the girls of that or something like that." He, he yelled at both of us like, "So he, they actually are making it. They're making the new toy yeah. for the Mandalorian. They're actually making it." So the trans, <laughs> uh, the, the troop. Oh, the, the guess where you see that? Yeah, in Rebels. Oh, oh you, you see it in Rebels as well? It's in Rebels. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Yep. So this is the Imperial. Because they made such a big deal of it appearing in that episode of yeah. The Mandalorian. Yep. The Imperial Troop Transport was never seen in any of the movies 
Uh, but it, the the toy was released in 1979. Yeah. It was just it was never seen in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, the Mandalorian had, <laughs> had showed is. the vehicle. There so there it is. it is. And I remember you talking about yeah. it. And they finally made the toy, which is so funny, dude. <laughs> dude, you got to see Rebels now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Looks like I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah, yeah. right? So uh, yeah. moving on from Although, Star Wars. Birds any other Bray. Star Wars things to say? Yeah, let's move on from Star Wars. Yeah. Let's talk about some Marvel stuff. Okay. Um, Black Widow's trailer, the latest trailer. Um, Which I'm I am, I am super psyched about looks it. Fucking awesome! It looks awesome. A lot of uh, Florence Pugh, who plays like uh, the, I guess the quote unquote sister Yelena of Belova. Elena Belova, right? Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved her in Fighting with My Family. The um, yeah, she was great in Fighting with My Family. She was great in that movie. I love that movie. Yeah, she was great. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the trailer looked good. Had a lot of um, Florence Pugh in yeah, there. Yeah, you know she's um, got the stunt chops for it because of fighting with my family. Right. And so, she's got the acting chops. Yeah, she's got the acting chops. She's, yeah. She has an Oscar nod for um, Little Women yeah. as Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you know that. So, so she's uh, kicking ass. And I'll say, I'm um, going to say this, and this is the controversial thing. Yeah. I am supremely excited about Black Widow. Yes. I couldn't have given a shit about Mar- Captain Marvel. And the reason oh, they're, wow, they're both okay. female-led Marvel movies, right? Okay. And I think it's it has to do more with the fact that it looks to me like Black Widow is going to be more about telling the story than it is about okay. making a statement. And that's what Captain Marvel did. And that's what Captain Marvel. That's what Captain Marvel really did was make a statement. You know, I right. am woman. Hear me roar. Female led. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And they lost half their audience. Well, since this is the beginning of Phase Four of Marvel, and yeah. we're doing a prequel of sorts. Yeah. It, this is supposed to take place after Civil War. After Civil War, but way before Endgame. It's it's in between Infinity War and Civil War. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It basically explains why she rolls up in Infinity War with short hair and blonde hair. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the in between. So that. that's the timeline. Because line. it's a part of um, Phase Four leads me to believe there's got to be some important aspects of some of the characters that will go into the next. Well, phase. there's yeah, a right? there's always been the rumor that um, you know uh, that Natasha didn't really die. Yeah, okay. and yeah. like in the comic books, um, there's uh, like there was a recent comic book storyline called Secret, Secret Empire, where there like go. there mm-hmm. was this like yes. uh, evil yes. captain. Well, like the Red Skull got the cosmic cube and changed yep. history, and it turned out Captain America was go. a Hydra agent the whole it. time. The whole time, I remember <laughs> that. I remember the Hell yeah. Hydra bit. I bought yeah. that comic. I did buy that comic. Yeah. Yeah, that. So, so that could be a possible explanation. Well, mm-hmm. and so in that storyline, Black Widow gets killed. Yeah. Black Widow oh, gets killed kill. by mm-hmm. the Punisher, actually, wow. which is like a... Oh, wow, that's a baller move. <laughs> so it's a... Um, but then it turns out there's a... You know, after that, there was another storyline that, that starred Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier, right. where like it looked like all these people around the world were getting assassinated right. by someone who looked like Natasha. And what it turned out it was is the red room where like Natasha comes from, which was this like like breeding ground for these like Soviet assassins, well, yeah. Russian assassins. Yeah, they've been keeping clones of like like Natasha has died like hundreds of times. Wow. And there's and that actually ties into oh, this is me getting super geeky. <laughs> You're in the right place. <laughs> there is an older. There's this way way old X Men story. Which is, uh, it takes place in the 1940s, and it's Wolverine and a young Captain America, and they're protecting a young girl who is named Natasha Romanoff. Oh, wow, okay. But it takes place during World War II when Mm -hmm. they're fighting Hydra and the Hands. Sure. And, like, they never exactly explained why 
if this girl, Natasha, why she looked like the Black Widow, but if she's been this, like, kind of cloned over and over and over again, then it would make sense. Yeah. I kind of hope they, they don't do clone Natasha Romanoff because it takes away from Endgame. Yeah. 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 It, it would cheapen the death. Um, I'm not totally against more Black Widow, though. That's the other yeah. part. And I'm not against Scarlett Johansson. No, Scarlett Johansson. More Marvel TV. Uh, she's my age. Right. She's, exactly. only, she's only 35. She looks great. She can keep she's going. Ooh, yeah, yeah, of buddy. course. Yeah, Easy. buddy. Woo, yeah, buddy. Who also was amazing in Jojo Rabbit. Oh, was she in yes. Jojo Rabbit? She's, she, yeah, yeah. She was nominated um, um, yeah. for... Um, was God, it a, guys, a, that was such a fucking phenomenal for movie. Assist, for for, um, for Supporting support actors. actors. Yeah. yeah. You Taika Waititi can do no wrong. Yeah, At this point, no. He's he one can. of your favorites. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, have, he, he, he directed the last episode of Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian, yeah. yeah. And he which played was, IG-11, who which, was And awesome. he did such a great <laughs> job. And, oh, dude, that, dude. that, that last... Scene with him on yeah. the speeder with fucking Baby Yoda and the baby carrier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that put a so smile good. on my face. Yeah, or that scene with uh, with him just totally taking out those two stormtroopers. Yeah. Which yeah. Was so did you know the one that was punching him? That That's was Adam um, Pally. Adam Pally. Adam Pally. Adam, Adam Pally and Jason Sudeikis. I thought Jason Sudeikis was, was the one two, punching. Well, two of them. Two. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. it Jason Sudeikis? I thought yeah. it was Jason Sudeikis. Because from what I heard, he got a lot of flack on Twitter for punching Baby Yoda. Right. Yeah, <laughs> which it's understandable. It's of course, understandable. It's Baby Yoda. It's a national yeah. treasure. Uh, Mulan. Oh, okay. Mulan? I'm thinking of Jason Manzukis. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, we saw also the uh, a new trailer for Milan, which is the only live action remake that, that I'm excited about. Okay, it, it looks great, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I've hate. I've had yeah. zero interest in all of the other ones. I tried to muscle through Aladdin. I couldn't finish it. You didn't so, like Aladdin? I liked Aladdin so a lot. I thought both of them were it okay. Does, it does not, for me, it does not equate well, to Well, Will action. Smith is no Robin Williams. He's no Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. He's no, but even the yeah. guy who played Aladdin, I mean, I just, I can't. I couldn't Yeah. Because far and away, Aladdin the girl is my played Jasmine's favorite. Great. Aladdin. She was okay. Yeah, she was great. But yeah. like I said, I couldn't finish the movie. It was, Aladdin, just, oh. Aladdin is my all-time favorite Disney animated movie. Right. Animated right. movie, definitely, 100%. Yeah. And, right. um, yeah, so. But like Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, like. I, I still want to check out Lion King because it's John Favreau. Yeah, that was because I watched. I, I did watch Jungle Book. Right, that he did. Jungle Book. Was I thought. Good. I thought it was good. I yeah. thought it was good. Um, but Mul- uh, let me rephrase. Mulan is the first Disney princess live action movie that I'm excited about. Okay, cool. There it is. Well, the new trailer looked really good. It does. Um, it looks so really look good. Forward to that. We there's there's no singing. And there's no <laughs> Mushu, which I could have been. Mushu would have been. Is okay. there going to be any musical aspects? Or no. Is, are, no, no. This is straight up Chinese epic war movie. Wow. And that's what because it, and it's a Chinese filmmaker. It's, okay. It, and they went that whole. They yeah. went. They went, the whole they went that way with it with Chinese epic direction. military. Completely. Yeah. And that's going to yeah. make it to really the point funny. where the star of it was criticizing the Hong Kong protesters. Yeah. <laughs> that's wow. how Chinese it was. Yeah. And you know who's you know who else is going to be in it that I'm excited to see? Fucking Jason Scott Lee. Okay. Jason Scott Lee we'll plays play the Bori Khan, a Hun leader of the vicious Shan yeah. Yu from plays the, the antagonist. Disney animated film. He plays yeah. the antagonist. I haven't seen him since Bruce Lee. That Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee movie. movie. Yeah. Oh my god. And, that's right. and if you remember, he was Mowgli in the Jungle Book back then. Remember that go. one? Yes. All ties in he together. Thinks you are food. I yeah. remember that scene. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so I'm happy wow, I'm happy that boy's getting some work. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, dude. More trailers that dropped during the Super Bowl includes Tom Cruise and Top Gun Maverick. Bro. Of course, this will be the sequel to the 1986 cult classic. Mm-hmm. As a, as, yeah, as a former military, are you excited about this? One? I got a huge boner for this movie, man. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. So, so is it the volleyball? 
Yeah, it's the volleyball. <laughs> so uh, I think it was the 25th anniversary of Top Gun. Uh, the IMAX theater in Tyson's Corner did a 3D. Um, Okay, keep going. Uh, the, IMAX, <laughs> the IMAX at Tyson's Quarter did a 3D viewing of the original Top Gun. Uh-huh. So I got to see it in IMAX 3D, which was cool. Yeah. You know, um, but this one, like, Tom Cruise is sitting in the fucking seat of the F-15 and actually flying it. <laughs> like, you're actually seeing him push those fucking Gs mm-hmm. on those Gs. <laughs> right. Like, I was, yeah, you gotta, I can't you gotta, wait You gotta have theater. a lot of respect for Tom Cruise. Yeah. He does dude. all his he, own stunts, yeah. which is... And still continues to do them at 50-plus at years old. Yeah. And, but it's insane, like, what insurance company would be like... I mean, what studio to, would, to would say, this is, this is our star, our bankable yeah. star, and he right. could die at any but moment. But he's also, like, one of the most skilled fucking fighter pilots next to fighter pilots. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he, he... He actually learns his shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, for the, the, the most recent uh, Mission Impossible, like, he taught himself how to fly helicopters yeah. to the master level, you yeah. know? Like, Absolutely. If, if there was anybody that was going <laughs> to actually film a movie in space... Fucking Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. he, he will become an astronaut so he can film a movie in space. It is, that's, it that's is gonna wild be to think. Like, Mission yeah. Impossible 9 will He's be in space. such an insane guy when it comes to, like, with all the Scientology, Scientology and stuff. Yeah. But he's right. also such an insanely talented guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I will say this because I, I did read that. an article from some of the sailors on the aircraft carrier that they were filming mm-hmm. that he was not a nice guy on on, really? the, on the aircraft, he would not talk to anybody, not shake and, hands if he, and, and he wouldn't shake hands, and he wouldn't let anybody make eye contact with him. Wow! Like that, like like command was like, don't fucking talk to him, don't say a goddamn word, him, don't even fucking. Is it because he's contrary his character, or just because this is, wasn't even when they were just, filming? It was just when he was on set. Oh jeez, yeah. That that's the bit. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, Tom, be yeah. cool. Another great um, action hero mm-hmm. is uh, James Bond, of course, Daniel yeah. Craig. Uh, he says this is his final one. We'll have to wait and see if that's this okay because he's getting up there, you know. Yeah, we'll see if this is it. But this is the 25th Bond movie. Yeah, um, it's called No Time to Die. Yep. Uh, new trailer just dropped on Super Bowl. Looks pretty. Yeah. I get cool. so, it's a little controversial. I get so excited yeah. when James Bond movies come out, yeah. and then I see yeah. them, and I'm always disappointed. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, the <laughs> first, like, the first when he did Casino Royale. I oh, Casino Royale, Royale was Royale. great, but yeah. that was fantastic. Everything after that is was kind of teeter tottered. Yeah. 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 The the, mm-hmm. the more recent one with Dave Batista. Wasn't I, I actually have not seen that one. It was not. It's, it's, right. yeah, it's okay. It was it's called, okay. What was the title? Well, of that one? they're remember. not. They're not terrible. None of them yeah. okay. have made me. All the angry. Bond movies are good. They're not like okay. Pierce Brosnan James Bond movies yeah. where they okay. would make me angry after I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, well, what about the Fast and Furious franchise? So uh, we saw a trailer for Fast. and Furious Never Furious seen nine. a single minute of a fa- uh, Fast oh, and Furious. We got a phone call. Charlie Theron, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and John Cena, but no Rock. No Rock. No Rock. Just taking a break. Because he was doing uh, the other one with uh, Jason Statham. He was busy. We got a special guest. Special guest. Was that any good? The Hobbs and Shaw? Not really. Okay. Hey, this is Al. Should we be talking while... uh, I don't think so. Are we supposed to be like filling up dead air or something like that? Hey, that's right. This is my Sundance co-host extraordinaire for Click On This. Social media influencer... (laughs) <laughs> Lauren Francesca calling in. What's up, Lauren? Hey, missed you. Yeah, wow. It's only been a few days, and I, I, I do miss I, Sundance and you already. It's crazy. I know. You were making breakfast. You're twice the chef. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate you, you giving me props for my cooking. Fun. So yes. I actually, I actually contributed for, I actually contributed for breakfast. 
um, yeah. guys. Uh, uh, Lauren, okay. introduce my co-host, the one and only Big Nick, former Marine in the house. How you doing? Nice. And also, good, good. the man with the calming presence, <laughs> this is Mike the General Zod, also in studio. Hi there. He's very calming. I am. Hi. <laughs> I'm like Valium. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen, I actually shot Lauren uh, at my friend's palatial estate in the Hollywood Hills. Palatial. Well, sh- palatial estate. He's got this like ridiculous <laughs> pool. And I shot some very hot bikini photos of Ooh. Lauren Francesca. Oh, snap. Fun. Which you can actually see on her Instagram and also tagged on my Instagram as well. Um, I'll, I'll just show the guys really quick. I didn't, I didn't get to see so, this because so I'm not be on Instagram. guys instead of, like, these <laughs> bikini pictures. Yeah. No, uh, are sh- there guys in bikinis? No, no. It, I, I, what? No, it's Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to show the guys. You guys. Show uh, the guys. Uh, as the guys right. in studio. bikini pictures. Okay. Yeah, so here's Lauren. Oh, okay. So just so you know who we're talking to on the yeah. line. Here, here. That is certainly yeah. a picture of yeah. a bikini. Actually, it's a one piece. Oh, it is a one piece. It's a one yeah. piece. Yeah, it is a one piece. It's a tasteful one piece. Yes, yes. Yeah, look good. Yeah, looks good. Some video action as well. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's look, a nice pool. It is a nice pool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had a fun, uh, fun little photo shoot, impromptu photo shoot. Very cool. Um, at uh, my buddy Sean's palatial estate, which was cool. But nonetheless, Lauren, I wanted to bring you on the show because just to talk about some of your highlights with Sundance. I mean, I talked about it a little earlier in the show, but just firsthand, I mean, overall, what a great trip. Yeah, it was so much fun. I, I wish we were back there partying all night long. <laughs> you, This girl can party. This girl can party and she doesn't drink, which is amazing. I, 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 it's unfathomable. I don't know how somebody could party all night but not drink. But she yeah, I don't have the stamina to do that anymore, man. No, I'd be in bed by ten. <laughs> I'm a fucking loser now. So, what's man. the secret to partying all night if you are not like under the influence of of drinking? Do you think it's just the energy? Do you think it's like well, it's the just fact? So, it was- Fun. There's so many cool people, so many people that I admire their work and their their films, and just getting to catch up with friends was really fun, and, and just running around. I mean, it's not an energy thing; it's just like a fun thing. I don't know. You're just having you some fun socializing with like-minded industry people. Yeah. This is that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like you're having fun, and time flies. You know, having fun, and time flies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She actually outparted exactly. me several nights. No surprise. I've been known to throw, you know, to, to throw some. You throw down? Throw down and get turned up. Get uh, turned? Get turned. I think I turned up a little too much in the early Uh, week. That by the time midweek came, I was just completely. little party pooper? Well, not party pooper. I was just party pooped. Party pooped. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. Was he he actually party pooped? Oh, my goodness. There were so many times I had to, like, drag him. (laughs) (laughs) You had to shake him awake? Was he asleep on the couch? Very annoyed at some point. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess because when, yeah, I mean, they were like, "Who's sleeping on the coats?" <laughs> <laughs> it was it was tough to keep up with you, but <laughs> but I tried I tried my best. Yeah, there He's, are there are worse things than being dragged by Lauren Francesco. I know. Right? So. <laughs> well, a lot of it also had to do with a lot of these parties. If you didn't know, guys, are open bar. Yeah, it's and dangerous. When, when you mix soda with an open bar, things mm-hmm. get a little, you know. A little wacky loosey, huh? A little, little, little wacky loosey, you know. Okay. I mean, I go a little beyond my limits. Okay. So, <laughs> Lauren, how long has it been, like, that you, how long ago did you decide to stop drinking? Um. Well, 
I, I don't really like not drink. I just wasn't drinking. It's not like a it's not like a personal choice. It's just like I get nauseous when I do. Like I occasionally like actually how you missed it. I drank some wine with Elena. The Did last you really? Night. Okay, so you drink yeah. on occasion. On rare occasions, not to access. Not to access. Yeah, but I got, I was so sick the next day because I just can't. I don't know. I just have so I was so nauseous. So I was like, oh. Okay. That was just, that was probably the smart move. Okay, so you have yeah. a fi- the, the, the physical limitations. You don't want to get partied out, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, I couldn't party. Like, couldn't stay up all night if I was drinking. Yeah, that That's makes cool. sense. What was your favorite um, moment? I mean, um, moment. I mean, there's so there was so many favorite moments. I mean, our moment together definitely was when I forced you to take the bus to get my car, and we were we met the guy on the bus, and we were just talking to him, and, and you just were that very, was a highlight for you, you just, really. <laughs> Yeah, that was a highlight. It was just fun. fun. I got to shoot a vlog. I'm very excited about the vlog you shot. And you just looked very unhappy at me. I was so tired. Again, it was tough to keep up with all that. Uh, How about favorite uh, favorite, um, celebrity that you interviewed? I mean, Ethan Hawke is definitely cool. The the guys from Charm City Kings. Yes. That was just awesome. That was a great party, Uh, too, by the way. Failure movie was really cool too. I love that. Yeah, we're talking like about Timmy Failure, the uh, Disney yep. Plus, mm-hmm. which I'm curious because it's already a part of Disney. I wonder why it had to go to Sundance only because it's already distributed by Disney, which I thought Sundance is all about non you know, films that didn't have distribution yet, which were you know going to be shown for studios to pick up. Sure. So that was, I mean, but I'm not complaining. It was an awesome film. It was probably one of my favorite. Recent Disney films, I'd say, um, under the um, I'd have seen a lot, a lot of the, the like the Disney remakes and like uh, you know with with Lion King and Aladdin, but I'd have to say this Timmy Failure was a really good film. Yeah, and I think the actor, the actor, the child actor is probably one of the strongest child actors I've seen in a long time. It's 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 tough to get a really convincingly really good child actor sometimes because a lot of times you know. For instance, Jake Lloyd in Star Wars Episode One, yeah. not a very good actor. Now to flip that, I'm going to say it again: the kid in Jojo Rabbit, holy shit! Oh yes, he got didn't he get nominated for? He's actually something? nominated, right? Yeah, for, for uh, something. Yeah, but the kid in the I have to say the kid in the the Disney film of the Timmy Failure was did pretty good. He's he's really good too because he kind oh. of had to play this really aloof, snarky kid that just didn't give an f, you know? Sure. Um. But it's like he's such a jovial, happy-go-lucky kind of kid when you meet him. Mm. Wasn't he, Lauren? Yeah, he was super cool and just very down-to-earth. But like. his character was so different. That, that That's like really shows that he's a good actor. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Man, so many great moments, Lauren. I mean, gosh, I mean. Uh, I mean, what I, your favorite? Yeah, well, Charm City Kings is near and dear to my heart because it's a Baltimore-produced film. We actually had uh, the Baltimore Film Commissioner, Miss Debbie, join us uh, for a few uh, days in Sundance. So it was a big movie for for the city of Baltimore. Um, and overall, yeah, um, I would say that. Uh, interviewing Tessa Thompson was fantastic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that definitely ranks up there because she, again, one of the hottest actresses in Hollywood right now within the Marvel movies and Creed. and Men in Black. And the Men in Black, and, and of mm-hmm. course uh, Westworld. So, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, man, it was it was a really strong series of red carpets and uh, interviews. Actually, the carpets weren't technically red. I guess they were <laughs> kind of like a different color. But uh, but I love that the the color theme of this year was purple. It had kind of like lavender with like the backdrops. So that was kind of cool. Um. But yeah, overall, yeah, I thought it was a very successful uh, trip. I thought we had some really good interviews. And uh, uh, click on this TV. It's a place to go. YouTube.com slash click on this show. Uh, some interviews are already out, Lauren, aren't they? Yeah, I edited a bunch of them. Yes. One in particular uh, that you did uh, uh, is with, um, uh, with uh, Jim Gaffigan, right? He's yeah, kind of he a big deal. Stuff. He said he said he could be friends with you, Al. How do you feel about that? I I think that's amazing. He's he, he's going to be in town in August. I'm going to see him. You're going to see him. Well, make sure you bring up Al Soto because Lauren put me over during the interview when Jim asked, "Who's that?" And I go, oh, "That's Al Soto." He's like, "Oh, I bet Soto. He seems like he's from Texas or something." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really funny, but that interview's out. My interview with Tessa Thompson's out. Um, there's a couple of uh, any more that are out, have been released yet. Um, there was one with Trey. Um, Trey Chaney, now. yep. Omniboat with Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger. Yeah, and then there was, um, I feel like you had another one, but I, I, uh, some, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Right. So I cannot live on your podcast. <laughs> right, right, of course. Um, so Lauren, what's next for you now that you're back, uh, you're in New York, I know you go back and forth from New York to LA, what's next for you? I mean, I'm hoping that you come here and we can more carpets because that's always fun. Yes. Definitely go to some new parties. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? I wanted to ask you about working with Jeremy Piven recently. Oh yeah, I might hang out with him next week. He's supposed to be in town, so we'll see. Cool. Um, Tell us about that project. Yeah. What's the name of the film? It's called Crabs in a Pocket. It's a it's a comedy. It's I play Karen Manning's best friend and. Uh, there's a, a cool scene of, of me, her, and, and Jeremy basically gets my attention and then, like, pawns me off on his friend while he tries to date Karen. So, <laughs> awesome. And then I have a bunch of videos I'm shooting this weekend with some really, really funny comics. Uh, oh, sweet. I don't know if you know a lot of stand-up. But of course. A bunch of Which comics? With, uh, you know Carrie Finnegan? He has a very sexy Instagram page. You can check it out. Um, we have some really funny um, uh, sketches that we're going to shoot this weekend. And then on Sunday, I'm supposed to do something really important on Sunday. What am I doing? Um, oh, I'm collaborating with Pasquale Scar- Scarpa. He's um, a really, really big Facebook creator. He's this Italian guy. He's on Ellen. Amazing. Oh, wow. He makes food. So he's going to teach me how to make some brujol. So I'm very excited some about brujol. that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Then you can could, you could cook for us next time. Yes, yes. And I have a new movie, actually. It's gonna, I think it's coming out next week with uh, Danny Trejo. Yes, um, Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's, the, what's that project called? I've changed the name of it so many times. Let me look at my Facebook because I just, it just posted it again. I'm in some, all these articles online and I'm like, what's this movie? I'm like, oh, wow, I changed the name again. Um, it is called uh, what is, it's called Final Kill, and it's with Danny Trejo and um, let's see who else is in it. Like a lot of a lot of uh, people are in it. So. Awesome. So that's, that's, that's awesome coming 
Have you had Trejo's Tacos in L.A.? No, I haven't. You should try. You got to try your co-star's taco joint. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Lauren, wow, I I really appreciate you uh, phoning in and uh, talk to us here on Below the Bell for a minute. Um, Of course, you can throw out your social media. I want my Lauren. That's right. One of the coolest, catchiest handles is I Want My Lauren. Uh, which is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, right? Yes. All, all three of them. Oh, YouTube as well, right? Yep. I want my Lauren. I yeah. That's I it's e- that. that's easy to remember, right? Yes, it's pretty it easy is. to remember. You can I see. can do that. <laughs> so. Awesome, Lauren. Thanks so Bye. much for calling in the below the belt. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. The lovely and talented Lauren Francesca. Yeah. That's right. That's my she, click on this show. She's been here, hasn't she? I've, I think I've been here. She's been here, right? She hasn't been here in studio. No? No, no. no, no. She's phoned in before. Who am I thinking of? I think it's yeah. somebody else. Okay. Yeah. She, so, she lives in L.A., right? She lives in L.A. and New York both. She's oh. a bike because her family's oh. in New York. She's got a house in L.A. Oh. God, listen to her. I know, right? Live, living that influencer lifestyle. She is an nice. influencer, yeah. So let's go ahead and take a classic cut break. So what I decided for the classic cut was a very appropriate song. It's got to be something about rebirth and. No, nah, it's very tied in. You know, I love the ties tie-in. So something about ties. Well, we loved uh, the halftime performance. Oh, a lot of guys did. Love yes. the, the halftime performance yes, we of did. Shakira. So I gotta and say, I gotta say, I was shocked to discover that Shakira is forty-three years old. Homegirl. J Lo's fifty years old. Yeah. A lot of women were upset and thought it was inappropriate, but yet these are the same women that are drooling over Adam Levine from last year. Yeah. Yet Hypocrites. they're complaining. They can kiss my ass. Yeah, they can really kiss my ass. It it just shows the. The female empowerment. That was the, some the strong, that beautiful was some Miami women. love, man. And it was yeah. it was appropriate for Miami. Very sure was. good. Very and good. And also made a good statement with the kids in the in the cages and the Puerto Rican flag. Right. There were some yeah. criticisms because in that same halftime performance where they're doing the pole dancing, mm-hmm. they brought kids on stage. Yeah. So Whatever. They, so it's like you eh. know, kids these days watch far more porn than I did when I was. <laughs> I don't know about that young though. Oh sure. The, during the halftime performance, yeah, the kids yeah. came out. Well, yeah, we like the we like the hope that they're not looking. Yeah, at porn. I I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but you know, but you know what though? I mean, yeah, I, I was still okay with but it. But at the, at the end of the day, I'm they totally. Were, I was totally okay because pole dancing by itself, yes, it's been hypersexualized because right. mm-hmm. it's in because strip clubs, strip club. right? But pole dancing by itself is nothing but just uh, dancing on a pole, dancing on, on a, a pole. pole. But here's okay. the th- but you know J Lo was doing it because she just finished Hustlers and she wanted to do some pole dancing, yeah. right? And she looked good doing it. So good um, for you, girl. You keep doing that pole dancing. The, the classic cut is obvious. It's hips, hips don't, don't lie. lie. There it is, it, guys. Yep. Gotta pull out this classic cut. Followed by Mike the General Zod's interview with Arsia. 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 And uh, and Neil Adams. Yep. Uh, so we have those two interviews. So we're gonna take a little break here on BTB. We'll be back after the classic classic cut and. General Zod's great interviews from Baltimore Comic Con. We'll be back. Yeah. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and BelowTheBeltShow.com. Hey there, this is General Mike the General Zod at um, Baltimore Comic Con, and I'm here with Arcia Ruzigar. 
uh, artist extraordinaire, um, and uh, we're here to talk about his work. So, first of all, thank you for talking to me. Thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, one of the things, like, you know, I was, we were walking by his booth, and one of the things that kind of drew me to even his booth is the fact that he's, he's, uh, he, he's made these excellent uh, children's books about the uh, Shananama, which I always pronounce incorrectly, but <laughs> it's, um, and, you know, being, uh, being someone of, uh, of Iranian persuasion also, I mean, it immediately drew me in. So, so why don't you tell me about your work? Well, uh, I was born in Tehran, Iran, and I grew up in the States here. And Just like me. <laughs> growing up here, there really, as you can probably uh, relate, there's nothing that really properly reflected Iranian or Persian culture the mm -hmm. right way. It was either really misrepresented, like grossly misrepresented, or it was really racist. It was one or the exactly. other. So there was nothing that, you know, as a, a young Iranian-American boy growing up in the States, there's nothing I could, like, you know, cling to that I could feel like a sense of attachment to. Flash forward a few years later, I, I, I did comic book work. I was a pro comic creator, and I thought, you know, why not use all the things that I've learned as a pro comic creator and do a kid's book or, or uh, some sort of graphic book that properly represents uh, Persian culture, and uh, that's what spawned the books. The... Um you know, like I think about like you know, because the other, the only other really major, like actually really, really major Iranian work that I can think of is Persepolis, yeah. and uh, I mean that's obviously a very different kind of subject matter. Yeah. But uh, you know, the um, I, one of the things that I could ask is, do you feel like your um, you know your your Persian up uh, your your Persian background, your upbringing really does like. Um, it does uh, kind of um, really color, for lack of a, no pun intended, but color your work? Um, you, you can't help but, but put it in there. And, and honestly, to, when I created this book, I wanted to make a point that the, that Persian identity was properly represented. Uh -huh. So it was very intentional in a way to get that into the work itself. Okay, okay. And, I, and I'm guessing... Uh, I'm going to wager a guess. You and I had a pretty similar childhood, you know, being born in Tehran. And, you know, neither of us have that. I'm assuming you moved here at a very young age. Yeah, I wasn't even two yet. I was, oh, uh, same with me. Yeah, yeah, and, like, the whole reason why I'm, I'm going to bet, I'm not going to ask how old you are, but I'm going to bet you, you're probably staying in the U.S. for the same reason that I am. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> my dad's an artist and singer, and mm -hmm. my mom's a free thinker, so... Uh, yeah, they kind of frowned on that yes, around so, the <laughs> late 70s, early 80s. So, you know, there's no way anybody can bully my dad. So instead of putting himself in a situation where there would be conflict and possibly uh, a negative outcome, he decided to, to bring the family here. And thankfully enough, I can do these books and nobody can say or do anything about it. Not just these books, but one of the great things about this country is that you can creatively express yourself however you want. Okay, okay. Well... It has been amazing talking to you today. It's, uh, I mean, you know, the, the the books look awesome. I bought a book. And um, is there anything else you want to, like, talk about any other projects or anything you want to plug? Well, uh, we have two books in the series right now, and there's a third book in the series called The Bravery of Gordofari that's about to come out uh, relatively shortly. In a few more months, it, it should be complete. We're in the, the, the final end of production. Um, we should wrap it up, and then uh, it'll be out early to 2020, at the latest. Uh, and that's a, another tale from the Shahnameh. It's about a heroine named Gordafried who 
who defends a fortress all by herself. It's a really cool uh, tale of empowerment and how you can, against all odds and uh, adversities, you can you can really step it up. And I can't wait till that comes out. And after that, there's some ideas rumbling around my head, but we'll I'll cross that bridge after we finish this third book. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, so if uh, if possible, could you, um, you know, for a promo, could you uh, introduce yourself, just, you know, give a little, you know, like a sentence or so as to who you are, and then say you're listening to Below the Belt Show, and then end it with either something profound or snarky. Okay, hold on. I can't think of anything profound. You oh, that, spot like that. That's okay. Catchphrase? Uh, okay. But, um... You know, whenever you're ready. Okay. My name's Arcia Ruzigar, uh, creator of Shawnama for Kids. You're listening to Below the Belt. Awesome. <laughs> that okay? Okay. Speed. <laughs> hey there, this is Mike the General Zod, and I am here at Baltimore Comic-Con. Zod? Well, Zod? General Zod. It's General my, Zod. My, actual, my actual last name has the, well... Is it in it? In yeah, there yeah, and that's and so I've been called the General Zod Pearl since then. It. I get it. I get it. Yes, and uh, so this is. I am here at Baltimore Comic Con with an absolute legend, icon, oh, yes. and legend, which I'm sure he is legend. so used to hearing oh, yeah. by now. That and two dollars and seventy-five cents get me on the subway. There you go. <laughs> and this is. I'm here with Neil Adams with a yes, decades-long career illustrating. Um, I would say yes, pretty damn long. You're making me feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not trying to do that, but it's a. Uh, but you've you've done some classic, classic stuff. Like I've noticed that. Yes. Yes. And so do the people who come to the booth. They notice that. Why? Because it's all over the booth. Exactly, exactly. It's terrible. The new stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I'd like to focus on that. Okay, well, why don't you tell me about, like, uh, you can either you can either tell me about the stuff you're most proud well, of I'll or tell you the what, newer I'll stuff. Well, I'll tell you what's got to happen is, is that uh, we're doing a thing called Batman Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, unfortunately for many people, fortunately for a very few, few people, this story was 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 previewed if if you can you can read it I, I i do approve of you reading it really ought to read it but before it comes dead man and before it comes batman odyssey which almost none of you have read i mean you got to read it no some of you have read it it's long it's like 13 chapters uh, 25 pages it's 100 and 325 pages basically you need to get uh, batman odyssey and read it uh, i know reading that's hard yeah, reading you, is hard. You got to do it uh, because the the story continues from one series of books to another. It's actually a little adult in a weird way. Lots of punching and stuff, but but it's adult. It's like a de- it's like a Sherlock Holmes detective story. Okay. There's a lot to it, and it leads to a climax that's very significant and important. It has to do with the ecology. Has to do with the earth. Has to do with Things that we don't usually talk about in comic books. Right. No monsters. I just tie into a lot of Ra's al Ghul stories, I remember. At least, like, well, really I, classic ones. Yeah, well, the thing about, the thing about Ra's al Ghul is uh, people don't really realize that it's a p- potential vehicle to tell lessons about the world, mm-hmm. whereas the Joker is not, Right. if you know what I mean. Uh, it's not a clown. He does serious stuff, and sometimes he's right and sometimes he's wrong. His only problem is that when he's right or wrong, he goes to violent methods to achieve his ends, which is not a good idea. Uh, and Batman will tell you this, that you know, even if you have a good end, you don't go around killing people just to achieve that end. So the point of the whole story 
has to do with a lot of things that we talk about in the news while we have the adventure. Okay. Yeah, there's a... Uh... I know, it sounded complicated, didn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. A lot of punching. There's a lot of punching. A lot, lot of punching. And uh, I guess the... Um, so another thing would be, um, you know, we were talking about Russell Gould and the Joker and everything mm. like that. Do you ever, um, do you ever, like, you've done most of your work in D.C., I guess, in People the... People think that, and it's probably true to a great... I mean, you have to do most of your work somewhere, if, even if it's one more page. Mm -hmm. But if you think about what I did at Marvel, uh, I saved the X-Men. Yes, you did. I, I was going to bring to, that up. I would have to say that that's pretty significant. I brought a, lo a lot of new you, life uh, to the Avengers. Yeah, you, uh, I got you, you in created the, one of my all-time favorite characters, which, which is, is Havoc. Havoc, yeah. <laughs> then there's Sauron. Uh-huh. Uh, then there's uh, uh, the Avengers who got involved in what's called the Kree Scroll War, which yeah. got cut short, right. unfortunately, which may have to do with the new series of movies that Marvel is going to going to be doing. Mm -hmm. So if you count that the the work as influencing even films, how much did Saving the X Men uh, 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 have to do with filmmaking? How right. much did the work I did on the Avengers lead to things in the Avengers in the movies and lead up to the Kree Scroll War, possibly. Mm -hmm. How does it feel? I would say like, pretty significant. Yeah. How did? Oh, absolutely. How does it feel when you see like, um, like you know, for for instance, you see a lot of like, um, you know, see your influence in other artists or in the, the media, the, all the rest of the media. Yeah, the product. I mean, of the the media. Stuff, half the time when you watch the cartoons, you see all the stuff fully in there. I mean, mm -hmm. you got Man Bat, you got all these, all this other stuff. Oh, that was Google that was constantly. the very first episode of the Batman animated series right. featured Man Bat. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think the movie makers would catch on and do perhaps Man Bat in a movie? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, why don't they read the comic books? Mm -hmm. uh, the best thing that they've done over at uh, DC uh, uh, is, uh, is uh, Wonder Woman, from my point of view. There was a couple of good Batman movies. Right. I would not say uh, much beyond that. I don't think, <laughs> uh, in all honesty, the Justice League was a mishmash of right. things. And, and, you know, you like to see it and you like to go and you like them to make money because they're your, you know, the company that you read the comic books of. But... I mean, the outfit that Batman wore in the in the movie looked like uh, Frank Miller's 80-year-old uh, Batman outfit. Yeah, which was ridiculous. They kept on shooting Superman as a down shot, so he looked like 5'6". Mm -hmm. You know, Wonder Woman hardly had any acting to do in the Justice League movie. Uh, Aquaman was a grumpy fart. Really? <laughs> yes, no, he was. wasn't he grumpy? Yeah. <laughs> I could understand if he was Namor. You know, I, I'm bu I'd buy him as Namor, but really Aquaman, you know? Yeah. Then you have uh, the only good uh, character that they uh, that was fun was the Flash. Right. He was he stood out because everything was like off. Right. Yeah. He actually did. I, I say this. I say this to audience where, where audience where I talk to kids, not kids. I talk to fans. I don't mean to say kids because I don't want to ruin the kids. But I do talk to fans, and I and I say in a in an in an auditorium, and I say just so I can I check the armed guards at the door. And I say, look, guys, in all honesty, don't you go to a DC movie and you sit in your chair and you say, well, at least at the end of the week I'll be able to go to a good Marvel movie <laughs> if this turns out to be a dud. Oh, my gosh. That, anyway, is, uh, that is funny. Well, Mr. Adams, Neil, 
thank you so much for your time today. If if it's possible, could you uh, do a little promo? Um, just guys. introduce yourself. To say a little Why bit of. You introduce me. No, that's your job. Well, it's it's no, the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Okay. So well, thank. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, that's right. The snarky Neil Adams. <laughs> yeah, those comic book creators, they just love me, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of comic book guys, comic books, let's go into DCEU mm-hmm. this Thursday. My favorite, oh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, buddy. And Birds of Prey uh, comes out. It's another R-rated um, film in the DCEU. Fretcher, so I think is a good call. That is a good call. You know, it's like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and expect um, it's currently predicted by the box office to have a domestic opening of fifty-five to sixty million, um, which is less than half of the one hundred thirty-three million earned by Suicide Squad. But that but was that was PG thirteen. This is R. Yeah, that was PG thirteen. This one's R. Well, we see it's good that that's it's, gonna, it's gotten good reviews too. Yeah, and it, the, the, for me, it's good that it's going to be rated good. R. It should be rated R. Yep, and the reviews have been good in general. What have mm-hmm. you read about the reviews so far? Oh, they were saying that Margot Robbie totally steals the show, and she like owns, she always does owns she, Harley. She's Quinn amazing. Yeah. She's just meant to play that character. She I is. can't think of anyone else that can play Harley Quinn. No, well, Tara Margot Strong. Robbie. Well, that's the animated version. Yeah, well, <laughs> she's the one who like invented the character pretty yeah. much because. Oh wait, was she the original? In she the, was the in original the ba- in the Batman uh, animated series. series. Yeah. yeah, that was her. That, that she was the voice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. But Margot Robbie's got the but look. The live action. She's got, she's got the look. She's got the look yeah. down, yeah. dude. No doubt, man. Yep. Um, which, by the way, Tara Strong will be hearing that interview very shortly, which is pretty exciting. Um, so that I'm looking forward to it. Um, you gonna go see it Friday? I want to. I want to. You want to go? Oh man! Let, let's 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 plan that out. Let's plan that okay. out. I got nothing yeah, going on Friday. Yeah, because yeah, other mm. it's it's either that or me chaperoning some sleepover. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'd rather go if see the not, movie. We'll definitely definitely see it next week. But we'll, we'll work it out. Um, there's actually um, this is interesting. Chris Rock is doing a horror film. I saw, oh, I, you that, I saw that there was you, a trailer for it. Were you in that commercial, by the way? Yes, that... I was. I guess I'll segue into that. Yes. I got to work with Chris Rock and Sly Stallone in the Super Bowl Facebook groups. I want to rock commercial. That was cool. Uh, which is awesome. I was one of the Stallone supporter fans mm-hmm. running up the steps yeah, and um, cheering and going crazy. When did you I film that? I was a speck in the crowd. Uh, that was mid-December. Okay. But man, for background work, that was a hell of a paycheck. Really? For background work, that was a little paycheck. So I was happy with what I got in the mail. Uh, That's cool. I got in the mail. But That's cool. uh, yeah, I got to meet the Sly himself. So that's just a lot. Well, I, I hear it. he's pretty short. Is he a short guy? He is shorter than you would think, yes. Yeah? Yes, he's shorter than you would think, yeah. Because like Tom Cruise. Not appara- as short as Tom Cruise, though. Because my mom told me a story once. We were at Third Street Promenade in LA. Nice. And apparently, and I was like maybe 15. And by then, I've already. I'm, I'm at the height of, I am now. You're still Big Nick. Yeah, I'm still Big Nick. Um, and apparently he walked past me and I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right in front of me. I could actually, I could I didn't that, notice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Chris Rock and Sam Jackson will uh, star in a trailer, f- or, or appear in a trailer for mm-hmm. the movie Spiral. 
which is the a latest installment in the Sahar franchise. So, which so, talk, so, talk so, about a spin for him, man. Yes, it's so different. Chris I think that's Rock so cool. And Samuel, Sam Samuel Jackson. L. Jackson, yeah. In a they're both, horror film. They're both I'm tired be. of these motherfucking saws in this motherfucking movie. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Rock plays Detective Ezekiel Banks, who takes charge of a case involving the gruesome murder of a police officer. So, how how related is it to the other Saw movies? Um, I stopped so watching after the second one. Spyro is produced by the original Saw team. Oh, okay. oh, but so, so it doesn't it, a, it doesn't have anything to. It's, it's not, not a like Saw in, movie. It's not like in the Saw universe or anything. I don't know. Like so that, it says it? it says here that it's in the Saw horror franchise. Okay, but then it also says it's the the team of Mark Berg and Oren Coles. But I don't see any anything in the article here relating that, it to, to the Saw universe. The Saw, yeah, the Saw universe. So, well, I guess we gotta watch the trailer and see. Exactly. There it is. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I stopped watching those <laughs> after like, the second one for me. After the second one, yeah. yeah, that was it for me. That was it. Yeah. But those first two, they're fun. They're great. They're, <laughs> they were the best ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. the first one, especially since I had no idea what yeah. to expect when I saw that, yeah. and I was like, Creepy "Oh my yeah. god!" I actually have a, a high school friend of mine. Was in a in a band that played a, a music video that's in the DVD of the second one. Okay. Which is a nice, I don't know, I don't know what that is. Segway. It's a nice segue, I oh, guess. Okay, cool. Anyways, um, let's see. So there, there's going to be a Hamilton film, a movie arriving in theaters. Uh, yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda announced. I guess it's the original cast, that right? That will film the original cast on stage at the Richard Richard Rogers Theater. Um, so the original <coughs> cast. So you don't have to pay. Uh, arm and a leg to find this guys, ticket. Have you guys ever seen it? I've never got to. I tried, I tried the lottery. So bad Just the lottery. To get, to yeah. get it. Did you do the lottery as well? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because $400 for Broadway is a little. That's, Even that's when they came to Baltimore. Did you try to get tickets when they came to Baltimore? I think the tickets weren't yeah, as expensive. Oh, they were as New still York. 300 they're, they're well, They were still about 300 Yeah. Is it really that good? Well, I have People the I have the soundtrack. Is. The soundtrack's yeah. really good. Is it? Yeah, the music's good. Okay, yeah. I've, I've I've had like I, I zero still, interest in it's it. It's still on my to watch. I mean, yeah. I, it's on my bucket list of probably places. Okay, watch, that's so. cool. Um, and the fact they're going to make it a, a film so we can finally see so it without paying the exorbitant without... prices. Yeah, okay. that's great. Um, cool. Unless the movie's four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> So they're going to do a biopic of the late great Rocky Johnson, who's the Rock's dad, who passed away. Um, oh, that's last cool. Month. Is is um, the Rock going to play his dad? That's a good question. I, that I, would be who I would yeah. have play the Rock's dad. Yeah, that so, might be that might be really hard for him, though. I would imagine. I mean, Shia LaBeouf did it; he can do it. Yeah. Well, they yeah. they remain committed to bring the story to screen. After it was unveiled at the Toronto Film Festival in 2018, because there's like there's got to be some um, like conflict and kind of like dark parts of his life too. Absolutely. Would you want to play your dad in these like really well, you know, dark was, moments actually, in their lives? He was yeah. actually 13 and homeless, Rocky Johnson. Yeah. yeah. In the beginning of his wrestling career, um, and then eventually had some success with WWE and got married into the, the Samoan Dynasty, Rocky mm -hmm. Maivia's uh, daughter. Um, and then there you go. And there here comes the rock. There comes the rock. Um, but uh, yes, a biopic of Rocky Johnson in development by filmmakers Jonathan and Justin Gajewski. Um, and the title is called Ring King. So that will be worth seeing. Um, so I, I mentioned Tessa Thompson, who I did interview uh, uh, yeah. at Sundance. Uh, her film at Sundance, Sylvie's Love, was acquired by Amazon for oh, cool. a high seven-figure price tag. Nice. Which premiered the 20... Sundance Film yeah. Festival. Everybody getting paid. Everybody getting paid. Palm Springs, another big film which stars Andy Samberg 
at the Sundance Film Festival. Good for him. Beat um, the 2016's Birth of the Nation, which was then the highest uh, price tag of a Sundance film. Okay. By 69 cents. It beat it by 69 cents. They bid it 69 cents higher on purpose. Nice. Just to be, I guess... Funny. I mean, they could have done an even dollar, mm-hmm. but they wanted to be. Yeah. But they wanted sixty nine. Yeah. So it was seven. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> seventeen. Seventeen point five million. It would have been funny if it was four dollars and twenty cents. Right. <laughs> so seventeen point five million and sixty nine cents. Cool. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Cool man. Um. So yeah, it's um, Palm Springs uh, stars. Um, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg and. Um, the hot girl from How I Met Your Mother, the new, um, the one that ended up being the mother, Krista Miliote. Oh, oh, she's, she's cute. She's a little cutie, cutie patootie. Isn't she cutie patootie? She's a little cutie patootie. Also, um, documentaries are a big part of Sundance, as uh, oh, Taylor sure. Swift's Miss Americana. Um, Haven't seen it. Uh, also is one. Um, it's also, on Netflix already, though. Oh, it's already on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Very cool. I'll have to check it out. Um, also, Zola, um, which is the retelling of a stripper. <laughs> could, be, could be good. Could be good. Could uh, be. Uh, uh, also, a big hit at Sundance, as well as Promising Young Woman, which um, was an indie movie showcase about the Me Too movement, and it's also a revenge thriller. A revenge same, thriller based on the, the me, based on the Me Too movement. movement. Yeah. Oh, that could be a good. That one. could be crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> it could be like chopping someone's dick off or something. That's what I'm thinking. It's probably going to be. It's yeah, it's going to be a lot of really. Someone's going to lose a dick. Yeah, yeah. A lot of really scumbaggy guys getting, getting their comeuppance. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned already Minari, um, starring uh, Stephen Yeun from Walking Dead, Glenn yep. himself, um, winning the Jury Award at the Sundance Film Festival, which is a fantastic film. Um, and HBO Max acquired a Sundance film. On the record, it's a documentary that follows um, the accusers of Russell Simmons, the music mogul Russell Simmons. So oh, okay. Um, so that that's another one. Um, at the box office, um, the number one movie still, Bad Boys for Life. I got to go see that, man. Yeah, the, still number one movie. Uh, as a kid, I'd fucking love those movies right. when I was in high school. I'm not sure I ever saw the second one. The second one's... Pretty. I enjoyed the fuck out of the second one when I was growing up. I did like the first. They're a little one. older. They're a little slower. Dude, but they're both they're in their fifties now, they're man. Still, they're still kicking. Still ass. bad boys for life, man. Martin Lawrence, Lawrence is really not missed a meal in a while, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a. But that's a yeah. You know, he's that's cool. It. He's, that's, he's he's he still he's, got it. I want to see him go back to stand up. I want to see what he's good. Just like Eddie Murphy did, just right? Just like Eddie Murphy, yeah. man. Yeah, now's Eddie the Murphy's time. Doing, yeah. Now's the time to dude. make that comeback. Right? Make that comeback. Make that Do that a comeback. fucking tour. They're gonna. They're just gonna be throwing money at them. I know. Exactly. I know that Eddie Murphy and Jamie Foxx are gonna be doing a thing together. Oh, uh, doing. They're they're doing stand up. They're would gonna be do it. Awesome. They're, they're doing a tour together. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah, bro. Yeah, just man. throw Martin Lawrence in that mix, and they're just mm. raking money in. Number two movie, nineteen seventeen, which I still haven't seen. And I, I still want to see. I have not seen that, and I really—it's yeah. one long take. When yeah. that's that's, awesome. that, that's crazy. Have you seen it? All? No, no. I, it's a, I've, I've just we I've can see any movie you want with my connections. All right, yeah. so let's, let's go them. see it for Let free. me. I gotta go <laughs> yeah. see a lot of movies now. All right. yeah. <laughs> uh, number three movie, Doolittle, which I heard had bad reviews. I heard it. I heard it had really bad reviews, which sucks because I love Robert Downey Jr. Hey, you know he had a string of amazing movies. He needed a flop. Yeah, but you know what? It's not like he needs the paycheck. That's what true. was what was the last good non Marvel movie he did? Tropic Thunder. 
That's a long time <laughs> Which was ago. controversial. Yeah, I mean, he, he did, did 10 years face. of Iron Man. And blackface. Well, he did. Yeah. What else did he do besides Iron Man? Uh, oh, he did that movie with Robert Duvall where he was a, lo- there was, oh, he was where, a lawyer. Like, it was his father. It was his father who was a judge who killed yeah. a guy and he was the lawyer. Okay. And, and then he good. also did something with Jamie Foxx. Uh, that was before Iron Man, I think. Right. Where The cellist. Yeah. Cello. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So he's been working. Other he's than been the working. Franchise, yeah. But now he's Oh, well, in the Sherlock Holmes movies. And Sherlock I Holmes. Which, you know, I, Marvel, yeah. he made, literally, he was making $50 million a movie. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Homeboy, he, now he's just doing it for fun. Exactly. Uh, Hansel and Gretel, the mm-hmm. number four movie, which is oh, a dark I can think reimagining. Of a really great movie. Oh, of the sorry. Brothers Grimm yeah. fairy tale. So I can dark. think of a really great movie he was in. I don't remember what it's mm-hmm. called, but he played. This, uh, you, you know that, like, genetic disease where people grow hair, like, all over their body? Sure. Oh, yeah, they look like the, the Teenage Wolf. Like the yeah. Wolf, like yeah, those, like, Wolfman. Was, yeah, Wolfman, right, right, right. Yeah, he played a movie where he, he was a guy with that condition. When was this? Oh, this was, like... Was this early? This is probably pre-Iron Man, but this is... It had is, to have been. But it's, like, it, it's in the 2000s. Really? Oh, I've never heard of that me. one. But it was... Yeah. It, I saw it on the um, Sundance channel. It was like just yeah. speaking of Sundance, yeah. Speaking of Sundance, that's, that's a wild one. I've never yeah. heard of that. Okay, continue. Crazy. Gentlemen rounded up the top five with six million. That's oh. a, that's Guy Ritchie, right? Guy Ritchie. Yeah, uh, I wanted yeah. to see I wanted that. I want to see too. that because apparently this is Guy Ritchie back in his like true form of Guy Ritchie. Yes, yeah. None of this so fucking one King one Arthur with, shit. But apparently getting bad reviews because I love this actress dearly. Is Liv, um, um, no McConaughey's in it. God, uh, sorry, uh, Blake Lively, and it's the rhythm section. Oh yeah. Apparently, it bombed at the uh, at the box office. It got a C plus yeah. rating. Um, it's a tale it, it, of a prostitute turned assassin. Okay. Who seeks well, revenge for the death of her family? Uh, okay. Wow, pretty right. crazy. I mean, she's not the strongest leading lady. She looks good. She's married to a good. funny guy. Yeah. But, you know, her, her him and her banter on Twitter is always entertaining. Yeah. But I don't know. Moving on TV, guys. Chris Pratt will be lining up his first TV gig in years. Yeah, coming back to TV. Yeah, it's uh, he's going to star and executive produce a show called The Terminal List with Anton Fuqua. Oh, wow. Does not have a network attached yet. but it's, it's not comedy. Yeah, it's based on the Jack Carr novel of the same name. So Pratt, he, Pratt will star as Reese, whose entire platoon of Navy SEALs is ambushed during a high-stakes covert mission. Oh, sh- oh that's going to yeah. be cool. So he did a Western where he played the villain, and apparently he was really, really good in it. This was, is uh, prior to the Guardians and all that no, stuff? No, 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 no. This is post-Guardians. Oh, really? Magnificent Seven? No, not after post-Magnificent Seven. He did another Western with Emile Hirsch. Oh, I The name know. of the movie escapes me, but he played he the job, bad huh? guy in it, and apparently he was really good in it. Well, hey, and now now he's coming back to TV. He's going to be a Navy SEAL doing Navy SEAL shit. Well, he's yeah. got training from Zero Dark Thirty, so there he, he was great in that. He was great way. in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'd be curious to see that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, with the gun training that actors are getting now, like there's this guy named Taron Butler who trained Keanu Reeves or yes. John Wick. Yeah. Um, the 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 proficiency of actors with like tactics and military style things like Lone Survivor and that and 13 yep. Hours, they're, they're, they're starting to look less like actors playing with guns and more like the characters they're trying See, to play. Exactly. Which me, as a firearms instructor, 
Makes me very happy. There you go. And let's not forget our Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah, buddy. Falcon and Winter Soldier would debut in August. A little bit we saw looked good. So excited about that. And WandaVision will. And WandaVision, I'm even more excited about. Coming out December, yes, coming out December. Yeah, we we got a little bit of Loki. And a little hint of Loki. Have they announced a release date of that? I don't know. They didn't show anything about Hawkeye. They did not show Hawkeye. I was so excited. But we're getting Kate Bishop, which I'm excited about. I heard Hawkeye's in the back. Which sucks. Yeah. That is like, why is he so disrespected in the MCU? That was probably I the last comic that I read. Was um, well, you heard about the, his abuse the Matt out. Fraction, the Matt Fraction uh, Hawkeye, series, Hawkeye series, which is one of my favorite comic stories of all time. Oh, yeah, that and, one was really good. Well, you heard about his alleged abuse, the message yeah. abuse allegations. Uh, that is probably playing into it. To be quite honest, even mm. though they haven't publicly stated. That's the reason, yeah. but uh, I've always said that Jansen Ackles should have been Hawkeye. He would have been, a, especially yeah. if they're doing Matt Fraction Hawkeye. Yeah, Jansen they really would have been they a did kind of screw up his like um, his timeline a little bit. His or timeline. His well, they they also character. like they screwed up his character. They made yeah. him this kind of boring family man when yeah. that's not what he was in the comics. No, he was a. Uh, anyways, you mentioned Loki earlier, which yep. I don't think has a release date, but yep. Tom Hiddleston will be in a Netflix TV show called White Stork. White story. It's a political thriller uh, series based on the paradox of truth in a post-truth world. In a post-truth world. Truth yes, it's a ten world episode. So, so it's a lot of a lot of like treatises on like fake news and people. Um, um, oh, well, right. here's a synopsis. It's a uh, Hiddleston is uh, selected to run for a seat in Parliament, and um, an Asher Milan is set to vet him for prime time. But she quickly uncovers potentially damaging secrets buried deep in James' past. James is the character of Hiddleston. Yeah. Secrets that will threaten to blow everything apart, his career, his marriage, and even the powerful people backing his campaign. All right. So. You know what's one of the weirdest things about Tom Hiddleston? Yeah. Is the fact that he originally auditioned to play Thor. He did. <laughs> Which is yeah, he bulked up for Thor. Yeah, yeah. Which is so freaking strange to me to yeah. imagine, like if he. I think the per- I think Chris Hemsworth is the, the yeah. Thor. He is I Thor. He is like, 100% Thor. Else if you see Thor. Tom Hiddleston, can you imagine him being Thor? I mean, he would have had to bulk up seriously. Yeah, but yeah. not really. No, no, no one can hold is, a can. Forever, no one can Loki. hold a hammer. Ha <laughs> ha. Nice to Chris nice. Hemsworth. And I just appreciate Fat Thor because I can cosplay as there Thor you now. Go. <laughs> I, do pretty, I do a pretty good Fat Thor. Marilyn's own Mike Flanagan, uh, who, who did Haunting of Hill House, uh, is yeah. going to be doing another series on Netflix yeah, called t- Midnight Towson Mass. Towson University Towson grad. University, yeah. Oh, it's wow, called okay. Midnight Mass. Another supernatural And not thriller. the other Mike Flanagan from Maryland who blew his brains out. Oh, wow. Jesus. Mike Flanagan. He was a pitcher really for dark. the Orioles. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. That got really dark. Well, yeah. That was yeah. the – because whenever I hear that name, <laughs> that's the first person I think of. I was of. thinking Joe Flanagan, but he was on mm-hmm. Stargate Atlantis, not the same guy. I mean, that mask sounds pretty cool. It's an mm-hmm. isolated island community experiences miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival – of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. Kind of sounds like Lost, but with a priest. With a pr- exactly, yeah, very good. Well, that's why. Like, has that Fantasy Island movie come out yet? They no. had travel trailers. Yeah, because uh, that looks just like Lost. Yeah, it had some of that. Yeah, yeah. It's Lost for the new generation. For, for the new generation, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Anthony Mackie will be 
the star of Netflix Altered Carbon Season 2. Oh, that's cool. As you know, they changed the protagonist because it's all about putting the, the brain of an individual into mm-hmm. a different body. Yep. So now it's going to Anthony Mackie, so he's going to take on the oh, role. Oh, I like I liked Joel What's-His-Face. Joel Kinnaman was good. Joel Kinnaman was good, yeah. But it's the same character. Takeshi just, Kovacs, just, just, just in Anthony Mackie's body. Yep. So there's a 50 So it's like trailer. a Doctor Who type thing, I guess. Yeah. In a way, without all the brain removal, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the violence and the nudity. Yeah, there's a lot of So, Ultra Carbon, season one, worth seeing? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. a really hot nude scene, too. Yeah, there's a, there's a few hot nudes. <laughs> because, you know, yeah. that's my, that's my, that's, uh, that's my standard. That's how you know that it's good. That's how you know <laughs> yes. it's good. It's wow, so Netflix movies. coming out with all this content. Yeah, um, a coming of age series called, called I Am Not Okay With This. Starring Sophia Lillis from the It movies, um, another coming of age. Uh, however, they did cancel the <coughs> figure skating drama, which I don't know if anyone's going to miss, called Spinning Out. Uh, they canceled that after it, one season. Yeah, it spun out. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like these jokes write themselves. Right? Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. They're just set up to get knocked down. Yeah. Filming in Richmond, Virginia is a new series called Swagger. Swagger. Uh, Winston Duke originally shot the pilot, but he couldn't commit to the series due to injury. O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube Jr., oh, there you will go. be replacing uh, Winston Duke, who, as you know from uh, Black Panther, yep. um, as was, the uh, lead role. Baku. Yes, exactly. Which he's, is just fun to say. <laughs> so he's a, um, a youth basketball coach and former star player. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, uh, coming on the new s- final and new season of Goliath on Amazon will be J.K. Simmons and Bruce Dern. Okay. Uh, they're joining the cast. I see Bruce season. Stern is still working, man. Like he was yeah. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, nice yes. little role in, in that. Yeah, he was the he was um, the, he man, was the, the and Manson he was old in, man um, that was the old man guy staying, at the, at staying at the, at the ranch. He was in the Hateful Eight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice little role. He's Hateful a Travolta. Eight. I mean, he's a uh, Tarantino favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah Travolta's another. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Travolta, although uh, Travolta <laughs> hasn't been in a Tarantino movie except for Pulp Fiction. That's a good point. But I like your segue. What you got? Well, he's going to be opposite Kevin Hart in a Queeby. Really? Um, series called Die Hard. It's a comedy what is a, action what series. Is so Queeby is all about short form content. Okay, like, almost like a uh, another form of YouTube. Oh, all right. Um, so I had never heard. I of that heard before. Travolta yeah. is just a fucking weird dude. Well, he's also Scientology. So yeah, anybody involved like, with Scientology is automatic. But weird. like he's he's totally bald. He has no fuck. No offense. Right. He's got no hair. <laughs> but he keeps. <laughs> He keeps rocking these wigs like, right. oh, yeah, I've always had hair. I'm like, no, bro, come on. Oh, it, embrace your baldness. But the, the, the wigs don't look that bad, though. He's got a good he's, wig Well, he's, he's John Travolta. He can yeah, afford them. He's, he's, he's a, a nice rich wig. dude. He can, but he's he not, can get the best wigs. But he's wigs. not fooling anybody. Yeah. He's not fooling Well, it's also there are all these rumors that he's gay and he's like- uh, He's been showing paparazzis have shown him kissing other men. Yeah, and but like he, he went through these like really weird lengths to try to hide it. And um, he should just come out. Man. Yeah, good for him. If he, I mean, why not? If he, maybe he's bi. Maybe he likes everybody. But the whole yeah. thing is, it's not like 1990 anymore. Right. It's 2020. Nobody gives a shit. No one gives a shit if you're gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he feels it will affect his career. I've always felt like bisexual. It's being a bisexual scandal for Kevin Spacey to come out. Yeah. He should have came out way before his scandal. Well, yeah, yeah. no. Well, for Kevin Spacey, there was a totally different reason right. <laughs> why. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travolta Kevin Hart series uh, Kevin Hart plays a fictionalized version of himself who is tired of being the comedic sidekick oh okay so he gets his wish when a famous director offers him a dream to be a leading man 
Um, so um, Travolta um, is the head of, an, of the world's greatest action star school. School. So he's like the, right. the, the coach, I guess. Oh, boy. So. That sounds... <laughs> Yeah. And it's Queenie, so it'll be short form. Whatever okay. That means. okay. Whatever that so, means. So, that where means. are these Queenie things shown? YouTube? Queenie is strictly, uh, from what I hear, a mobile platform. So, it's like an app? Oh, you know, yeah, I saw a commercial mobile. for it on the Super, yeah, Super yeah. Bowl commercial. Strictly mobile. Okay. So it's, okay, okay, so it's an app with its own content. So, yes. it's like yeah. another streaming service. But I don't think they wanted to, uh, people the option to watch it on their television. They want them to watch it on their mobile devices. Mobile devices because it's, it's me- everything's short form. It's meant to be. Uh, yeah, so like, does, that, does that mean the episodes will be like 20 minutes, 15 minutes? Well, I mean, the whole or? thing is know. the only reason yeah. why I watch stuff on my phone is if I'm somewhere where I can't connect it to a TV. Correct. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You'd rather watch your TV or your, your um, laptop. or Yeah, your, your, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. your little tiny little f- device. Yeah. yeah. Hell, I watch, watch it on the iPad that Nick hooked me up with. You know? you <laughs> watch it on yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, my last purchase. I don't even like watching that was porn my, on that my was phone. My, that was my last sale at <laughs> Apple. You were my last sale at Apple. I, I'm, I'm happy to be your last customer. Yeah, buddy. Awesome. Anyways. Ray Donovan canceled after canceled. seven seasons, guys. That was a good fucking show, man. Yeah. God, that's but another if, show that I never saw and I wanted to. Yeah. Strong first season. You know how some shows are like, hey, you got to get past the first few seasons and then it gets good. Yeah. This was one of those shows where like first season. Oh, it just comes out, awesome. of, comes out of the right. gate just. Just yep. kicking ass. Okay. Good show. I missed some of the, I haven't seen the last, I saw the first three seasons. I haven't seen the last four. Yeah. But I'm gonna because it's. But a good I think show. it's seven. Seven seasons is a, is a good run. That's a good run. That's yeah. a great run. Showtime. It's Showtime, right? It's uh, showtime. Yeah, Showtime. Also, also that's final seasons. Homeland. The oh, final Homeland run. was a show that I loved. I know you loved Homeland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This season, uh, this Sunday, the final season will arrive. Um, yes, and it shot in New York this season. Mm. It wasn't in Richmond, so it didn't get too much work on it. Yeah. Um, also, Showtime's given a straight to series order. It's a one-hour drama called First Ladies, and it stars Viola Davis, who plays Michelle Obama. Oh wow! Okay. So, um, didn't did you know that Ivana Trump was a billionaire? Like she married Trump, and she was already she was worth, already a billionaire. She was already worth three billion dollars. Wow! So she didn't even meet. She didn't even need, need, yeah. need to meet that dude. Maybe it was just. Maybe they just the fell fame? in love. Maybe yeah. it was their good looks. Well, she. I don't fucking know. I don't but know. either way, well, Ivana Ivana Trump was beautiful once right. upon a time. Oh, she's still good looking, <laughs> and it's uh, but she's a good looking first lady. Yeah, just, but she's I, also a, a fucking billionaire. I hate apparently, fucking talking about these people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Well, me too. I guess it's crazy <laughs> news <laughs> that Trump did get acquitted, guys. Surprise, what you, surprise. What are your oh. thoughts on that? Um, and what are your thoughts on the recent? Um, well, I mean, it's State of the Union address there. Okay. Everything sucks. Just a short segue. Everything sucks. But it's like, yeah, (laughs) completely unsurprising. The, you know, Trump pretty much has the entire Republican Party, like, sucking his cock. Yeah. And And they're all applauding during the State of the Union. I think he timed it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Does he choose the dates of the State of the Union? Yeah, well, he gets to choose the rough right date. before the Senate uh, made their Was going to acquit. acquit And So if there are any doubters Mm -hmm. in the Senate, they're, like, kind of... You know, he, he had all the, he said all these amazing things, like things that you want to hear. I mean, he said mm. good things, whether it's true or not. 
These are things that, well, that he does. He does have something that he can stand on. Is that the economy's doing really well? The economy's right. doing good, and so and is employment. Right. So is the employment rate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. So, so think of it like this. Well, the employment rate's great. The standard of living isn't any better. No, the not at all. you know, like people, like yeah, if you're working as an Uber driver and making what three bucks a drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like you know you're considered employed, yeah. <laughs> but it's like uh, you're not like you know th- that's a, a lot I mean, different. Yeah, I mean the the fucking housing market still sucks. Yeah, and uh, you you need a joint bank account with somebody mm-hmm. else to afford to live in a house. Right. These yeah. Days. Yeah. So. so with Trump being acquitted, he's still considered impeached, but he's not removed from office. No. Right. But the impeachment, impeachment will always be a part of. Yeah. He is the third president to be impeached. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just not been removed from office. Right. And a lot of people don't know the I'm difference curi- of those terms. But yeah. Yes, I'm weird. curious if they tore up his article of impeachment to kind of spin at Nancy Pelosi. Yes. The, the Nancy, did you guys see that? Nancy yeah. Pelosi. Wow. What a Tearing fucking a child, man. She, I mean, <laughs> that honestly, was such yes. a That was such a tantrum. It's very childish. She's, she's sitting right she behind. She is the third most powerful Trump. person in America. Yeah. And she's acting like a fucking infant. Yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> if you're a fucking leader of this country, and this is me kind of going military here right. for a second. Uh-huh. Right. If you're a fucking leader this of the country, you have to set an example. Right. You know? So put, it was put, there, there is put, some irony yeah. in your words there, though, you bit. know? A little bit. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, you weren't offended by a general? I wasn't offended well, by I'm a not, general. I'm not, I'm not I know a, you weren't offended by I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a, a, I couldn't give a shit. I really couldn't give a shit either. Yeah. And, you know, anything that disrespects Trump, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I, uh, I, I couldn't give a shit either way. Right. But just the, the response that she's getting from her little fucking bullshit... Right. I just, I'm just like, really? Come on, yeah. don't be a dick. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the Oscars are this Sunday, this guys. Sunday. Make sure you tune in. Just a couple of the nominees, Best Picture nominees: yep. Ford v Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Good fucking movie, man. Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yep. 1917. Oh and my! Parasite. Wow. You know, I feel so ashamed. I've only seen two of those movies. I kind of want Parasite <laughs> to win because they're they're the the one that's kind of stirring so, it up. That's and the, the big the, they're a dark horse. Yeah. 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 They, they could win. They could yeah. win. I mean. Parasite, though. We I mean, know Joaquin they usually, Phoenix. Yeah. What they do. I will I mean, watch it this week so I can talk. Every, every year, yeah. the, the movie that wins Best Picture is one. Like, Parasite's a little too small, I yeah. think, to yeah. win. Because it's always, like, a bigger movie, mm-hmm. but one that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want Jojo Rabbit to win because that's my favorite movie. Well, this yeah. Year. Apparently, yeah. apparently, yeah. you've been contracted as their like publicist on this show tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're putting I'm, that movie I'm, over. I'm yeah. fucking praising that movie up Big and down, time. man. Up and down. It's kind and of hard it's to like, predict, though, but man. it's oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it can go anyway. I, oh, I. Well, I guess I can't. Nineteen really Seventeen won the Golden Globe for best film. It did. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see it winning cinematography because of just their ability to make it look like one. Right. Have you seen it? No. I want to watch it in theaters. Right. Yeah. So, so that was the only um, major uh, awards that has the film category. As you know, yeah. the SAG Awards just recognizes yeah. the actors. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we I know guess, what, I'm we just know. really wondering, like, you know, because we've seen a lot of a lot of stuff now that, that's done, like, the single take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not for a whole movie. But right. it, actually, there was a there was this, there was like. A Birdman with Michael Keaton. Yeah, which is a fantastic movie. Right, yeah. And. <laughs> There was also, I mean, there was another movie that did a single take, I think, like, back in, like, the 70s. This, yeah. um, I want to say it's 
Polish, a Polish wow, movie, okay. <laughs> and I don't remember what it's called. Right, mm-hmm. but it, but it's like it, it, it's at this like grand ballroom, and it's huh. like oh, all right. these. And anyway, so the um, I'm just trying to imagine how frustrating an experience it must be to film something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, like how difficult that must be. I did a yeah. uh, a web series about seven years ago, mm-hmm. and I got to I got to direct one shootout scene wow. for Bad Dogs. It was terrible, but um, <laughs> the shootout we we did a long take for a shootout where it's uh, a, a guy pretty much clearing out an entire warehouse of bad guys, mm-hmm. and I was able to we were able to get it in one long take, and it took us like six tries to get wow. it. Um, but it was pretty. It was. It looked. It was the one cool thing that came out of that episode. You're like the 1917 of the indie world. Yeah, I'm not. Or is it? Or is, <laughs> it, or is it like one of those daredevil fight scenes? It was. In the, it was kind of more like that, but with really bad acting. Uh, not that great of stunts. <laughs> and um, but it all happened in one take, so right. I felt good about it. Um, let's uh, just Moving a couple on. nominees. Um, best actor in a leading role, of Joaquin course. Phoenix is going to win Phoenix. it. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Also in the nominees is Jonathan Price, the two popes. Yep, he's not Adam Driver. No, he's not going to win. <laughs> Adam Driver, Marriage Story. He could be close. He's not going to. I mean, Leo DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see Leo time. win something, but we know that Joaquin I Phoenix because he's literally did. won in every, every award show. Didn't Leo? Show. Yes. Leo didn't win for The Revenant, did he? He did. Oh, he, he did. did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he literally had to strip naked and climb inside. A dead horse to win an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he got it. He got it. And Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Yeah. Um, best actress in a leading role. So this is where the controversy is. The mm-hmm. only person of color mm-hmm. in the actor and actress categories is Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Wonder she's only win. actor and actress for. Uh, Who else is in that category? Uh, also, Mar- um, Marriage mm-hmm. Stories, uh, Scarlett Scar Johansson. Yeah. Sersha Ronan, Little Woman. Uh-huh. Charlize Theron, Bombshell, who actually I voted for in the SAG Awards. Oh, yeah? I thought she did great. Yeah. I mean, she portrayed Megan Kelly to a T, and it was really good. But Renee Zellweger's been winning all the awards. For, for Garland, for Judy Garland. For Judy, Garland. for Judy yeah. Garland. So That's kind of a throwaway. My prediction will be her, but my yeah. vote's for Charlize Theron for yeah. that one. Um, actress in a supporting role, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. Johnson again, yeah. Nominated for two Jojo Actress Rabbit. Awards. Wow. Yeah. Scarlett's doing great. I don't think she's going to win for it, though. Florence Pugh, Little Women, which you said earlier, and Margot Robbie, Bombshell. Let's which, get Margot something. Let's get Margot that, Margo gold, that little gold she's, man. She's been nominated. Let's give her that freaking Oscar. Why yeah. Not? Um, um, actor in a supporting role. Tom we know Brad Hanks. Pitt's going to win. And Brad Pitt are the front runners, obviously. Yeah. But let's not count out Al Pacino and Joe Pesci, also nominated. I would like to see Joe Pesci win because he's never won an Oscar. Yeah. He's been he was nominated right. for Casino, Goodfellas, yeah. and yep. My Cousin Vinny. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's never won. I'd like to see him win something. That'd be cool. But yeah. I know it's going to be Brad Pitt. And Anthony Hopkins is the last supporting actor. Yeah, um, for two popes. Two popes. Yeah. Which I don't think he's going to win. He's not going to win. <laughs> Even though he's a great actor. Great, fan, amazing actor. And best directing Martin Scorsese. Irishman? No. You know, if you uh, if you go to um, uh, Anthony Hopkins has a um, mm-hmm. has his own art gallery in oh, sure Miami. I'm sure he does. And if you buy one of his paintings for like a thousand dollars, he'll have dinner with you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, I would Christ. save up a thousand dollars. Would you do that just to buy a painting and have dinner with? Oh, it people? might be wow. five thousand. Oh, okay. Well, I can't. I take that. that money and go to the SAG Awards personally. Oh. Personally, yeah. <laughs> but I remember it was less if, than I thought it if would. If it was a thousand, I... if it was a thousand dollars, I'd be like, babe, let me get five hundred from your fund money. 
let's go buy a painting from Anthony Hopkins and then go have dinner with him. Because <laughs> then you can say you've had dinner with Anthony Hopkins. That's yeah. pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. That's In my opinion, awesome. that's cooler than going to the I'm assuming Wars. you'd have to pay for dinner, too. <laughs> but it that's is a debatable like... one, buddy. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been, so who knows? But yeah. Uh, but yeah, Best Director uh, nominees, Martin Scorsese. It's going to be Tarantino this year. Tarantino for Once Upon a Time. I want it to be Taika Waititi, but it's not going to be. He's not nominated. He's not? He's not nominated, Son of a bitch. Well, never bon Joo-Hu for Parasite. Ooh, we could go to Bon Joo-Hu. Yeah. Um, Sam Mendes, 1917. Mm-hmm. And Todd go. Phillips for Joker. You Best know, director. I feel like that's when we're going to go any direction. Yeah, but Taika not Taika didn't get it, huh? Oh, okay. That's okay. So I'm not going to go through the rest of the categories, but I, I, I am rooting for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. For what? For special effects. Yeah, okay. For visual effects. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, this is there, it's nominated for Best Original Score. And this is John Don, Williams can get that. This is John that. Williams' final uh, Star Wars film, and I that, think he's retiring. That I'm okay with. John Williams yeah. can get that Oscar. Yeah. But visual effects is also nominated for it. Yeah. Along with Avengers, Endgame, Irishman, The Lion King, and 1970. See, I want Endgame to win that because I have a buddy that worked uh, mocap for it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So best visual effects should go to Endgame. Should go to Endgame, yeah. But give Star Wars a score. For John Williams. Yes, yes. I agree. Yes. I agree with both of those guys. Super Bowl is in the books, guys, as, yes, the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid won Super Bowl L1B. He, he really looks like. 31 to 20. He looks like the fucking diabetes guy. What's his name? Uh, oh, Wilford Wilford Brimley. Brimley. Yes, Brimley. he does remind me of Wilford Brimley, diabetes. dude. Yep. That is so funny, man. Yeah, dude. It was a very, you know, I really enjoyed the Super Bowl because last year. Year's game was sh- so horrible and shitty. I didn't even watch it last year. It was year. so bad, but this game, would you agree, General? Last year's game was horrible, but this game oh, was actually last, last year was game. It, was it last year with what? the Patriots? Yeah. It was the Patriots and the Rams, right? See, nobody gives a shit about the Patriots and it anymore because they always win. so boring. And like un- the Yankees. Uneventful and boring. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. But this game was really competitive. I watched dude. it this year, and it was a good game. Yeah. And I'm happy that the Chiefs won because apparently they've never won a Super Bowl in like 50 years or something. And yeah. Andy Reid has never won a Super Bowl either. Yeah. As so a coach. good. So that's. So th- I'm happy with it. That feels like a good win. Apparently, President Trump does not know where the Kansas Ch- he, City he Chiefs are. He it's in fucking Kansas. In, but you know what? But, I but, bet, but I bet he, half the fucking country doesn't know where the hell Kansas yeah. City is. And it's also... also but he's our president. I yeah, he should sure. probably know where Kansas City also, is. Also, I think, States, I think you know? Kansas is more of a competitive state than Missouri is yeah. for, for him. Probably, and that's a that's part of that too. Yeah, and yeah. So, but yeah, I still if think you deliberately made if that you mistake. If you were the if you were the 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 president of the country, you should probably know your geography a little bit. <laughs> I think so too. I, I would mean, say that, so. that's pretty sad. Although he did he delete the tweet and reposted the, the great state of Missouri. I'm sure he did, but he's still a moron. But yes, 102 million viewers of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. right. it's, yeah. A good, it's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. I mean, it's always isn't it always the most watched uh, television and event the, every and, year? And the halftime yeah. show still retained; it didn't drop. Yeah, because yeah, people so want to see them booty people shakes. People want to see those booty shakes, which we talked about. There's a funny, there's a funny meme, and it's it's the two of them dancing, and then there's the yes. subtitles, okay. and it says Spanish music. And then it says booty shakes. Um, <laughs> that was essentially the halftime show in a nutshell. <laughs> right. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, it was good. Shakira, um, you know. All the haters, all the women that hated are the same women that wooed and, and screamed yeah. for Adam yeah. Levine last year. So I don't yeah. want to hear It's a it. lot of like pearl clutching. and Exactly. Yeah. And what are, you, what are your guys' thoughts on um, some of the commercials that we saw? Obviously, there was the Rocky commercial. Which the Rocky commercial earlier. with Euron was good. Yes, yeah. which I worked um, on, which is yeah, awesome. I loved the, the Bill Murray Groundhog's Day 
That was that was fun. People are calling that one the best one. How about the before Alexa? Which that one was fun. pretty funny. Alan that was that was clever. That was, cl- that was to clever. Portia the Rossi about what did we do before Alexa, which yeah. was great. By the way, my parents love the Alexa uh, present I got for them. For the Christmas. one I really liked was the Cheetos one, where the guy was holding yeah. up. Like, oh, he's, he's like, like oh, I can't, touch, can't touch your Cheetos hand. By the this. way, it's yeah. about goddamn time they had popcorn Cheetos flavor, right? Yeah. yeah that was I'm, way overdue. I guess, think? yeah. So uh, instead of you know, instead of like the artificial Christmas. What was it? There was at Arundel Mills. They have. Cheetos flavored popcorn, but it's not officially. But it's not official Cheetos. Yeah. Oh, it is. Cheetos? Yeah, bro. Oh, so it's already it's already existed. It so exists. I guess they're just they're just trying but to not, publicize it. But it's it not more. in the bag. Uh, okay. Now that's you fair. get it. Now you get it in the bag. So there's got to be like oh, I'm trying to think. How are we doing? What was a really good commercial? What about the the, the Hyundai that Smart Park? So that's that's pretty impressive. Smart yeah, Park. Smart, Smart Park. Yeah, that was Picture pretty funny. Picture of the Boston and his accent. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Skin, Rachel Dratch. T-Mobile's Anthony Anderson, Mama test T-Mobile's 5G yeah, network. No, that, that was a done. <laughs> Pepsi Zero Sugar done right. A new Which one was that? A new take on a track featuring Missy Elliott. I don't even remember. That oh, I one. saw the Missy Elliott bit. That yeah. was cool. That was that one. Uh, Genesis uh, Going Away Party featuring John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. I didn't like that one. Yeah, that was okay. I didn't like yeah. that one. You mentioned the Queeby, um advertisement was the bank heist. Yeah, getaway car driver. Where Bank Heist gets distracted by a Queeby video? Yeah, I saw that. I was all right. Um, Kia's Josh Jacobs, Tough Never Quits. And Olay's hashtag Make Space for Women. It, I did. What, one thing I did find interesting was how many, like, there were a bunch of commercials that seemed to combine a lot of different products together. Yeah. That was, there was at least, like, three or four of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've been off the air. Of course, we have to mention one of the biggest passings in sports and yep. entertainment. Oh, yeah. And a legend, yep. guys. NBA great Kobe Bryant and one of his daughters were among nine people killed last Sunday in a hel- helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. <coughs> he died at the age of 41. His daughter, Gianna young, Bryant, who was 13, also on the flight, were... Mm. Uh, several others, including um, uh, I have name. Um, There's like a baseball coach. Yeah, baseball coach. John Altabelli. John, John Altabelli and yeah. his whole entire family. His whole family. Carrie, their daughter, Alyssa. Uh, except a, except one daughter. One, yeah. one There's another daughter and, daughter, daughter, and a daughter and a brother. Yeah, yeah. Bro- which oh, is yeah. I can't That's imagine how yeah how that crushing crush that the brother and and, uh, and, and yeah. the sister yeah. feel right now. That is. That Being orphaned wild. like that, I mean, that, that's that more, is so fucking horrific. Wild. That's something you. That's something that happens in movies. That doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. That's Christina crazy. Mouser, uh, who coached the girls' basketball team. Yeah, she, she passed away, as well. Um, and uh, Sarah Chester and her daughter Peyton, yeah. also um, a mother and yeah. her daughter, who's also a teammate yeah. and man, of Gianna. Yeah, and the pilot. So that's nine yeah. people that had passed away. Mm-hmm. Still under investigation of the cause of the crash. I mean, apparently there was fog. It was bad weather. Uh, yeah. Bad weather. Um, apparently, people that saw the helicopter didn't hear anything, like a malfunctioning engine or anything. No. Um, it's just so, so sad, man. Imagine, I mean, I 41 is yeah. fucking, like, I don't know how old you guys are, but 41 is, like, right around the fucking corner. Yeah. And yeah. that just sucks, man. Yeah. Well, sucks. yeah, I mean, every every year you get older, you... You know, you don't yeah. think of yourself as old. No. Right. And Until you right. find someone that dies that's your age. Yeah. You're like, shit. Well, I remember when, like, you know, my first uh, my first thought about, like, that kind of, like, mortality was, I mean, a friend of mine from high school got, um, 
got um, colon cancer. Yeah. And it wasn't discovered until it was way too late. Yeah. And so he went, I mean, I hadn't seen him in years, but Mm -hmm. he went from being this like, you know, he actually kind of looked like you, Nick, (laughs) which is... Big bearded, fun-loving guy. Yeah, big bearded, fun-loving guy. And then... I visited him in the hospital, mm. and he was just this, like, mm. little, tiny, like, damn waif yeah. and, like, looked like he was wasting away. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. That was, that was yeah. like, when it was, like, just thrust in my face. Yeah. I mean, he's not the first person I've known who died, but it's, like, you know, that was the first time it was, like, something that I usually associate with, like, old people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I had a good friend that uh, worked at Apple with me. His name was Mike Sagawa. 27 years old, he, him and his family went to Hawaii for a vacation, and when he was there, he got six, went to the hospital. Turns out he had, like, the worst stage testicular cancer, and he died two weeks later. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, out of fucking nowhere. I'm sorry to hear that. That's yeah, yeah. Sad. This happened a, few years, it happened a few years ago. So uh, that's the thing. Yeah. Segwayed from that. That's, you know, people that die, away, die that young is very tragic. It's, it's tragic, man. And then you have legends in Hollywood. Kirk Douglas at 103 years old. Yeah. yeah. He passed away today. Passed today. away today. That, um, that, that's fucking wild. A Hollywood legend guy. Spartacus himself. <laughs> I am fucking Spartacus. Yeah. The, the father well, I mean, of Michael he, Douglas. He, he lived a full life. He and sure he shit full did. Life. That's yeah. Just, he the made different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Kobe and his family. Yeah. And, and everyone on but that. But even, even had then, life ahead of him. I mean, Kobe Bryant achieved, like, at 41. Far more than I could, that I would. If I live 400 years, I don't think I'll achieve no. what Kobe Bryant did. No. And so. I mean, I was 103. Kirk has accomplished yeah. a lot. <laughs> 103 years old, man. I mean, that in and of itself is just impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. I know he yeah. got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Or, he did. So that you know, I'm glad he got. I think he got that recently, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, which is surprising. That's really I gotta, surprising. I gotta watch a Kirk was, Douglas movie. Or was now. it Michael Douglas that got it? He was there. I think that's. What I it think was. that's the case. Okay. Kirk <laughs> Douglas. Yeah. Kirk Douglas has been a huge movie star since like what the fifties. Yeah, the forties and fifties. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so yeah, like right. uh, he had to have had a star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, before I think. Then. I'm I'm pretty pretty sure I think it was Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Michael Douglas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was just present there. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, six-time Emmy winner Gene Reynolds, known for writing, directing, and producing, Mash and Lou Grant, died at the age of ninety-six. So he's oh, also lived his full lived life. the full life, yeah. But <sighs> having health issues right now, and it's sad to say, Shannon Doherty. Oh, I heard about this. Revealed yeah. her cancer's returned, and it's now stage, stage four. four. Oh, and yeah. we had lost Luke Perry, which is one of the saddest passings of celebrity yeah. news recently. That was that um, was last year. Yeah, that was last year. I really hope Shannon gets the treatment she needs. I really yeah. hope that nothing happens and she's going to be okay. Yeah, because too young, man. That's too young. That's way too young. And, uh, you know, they're about to do a, a 90210 uh, season two, hopefully. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And speaking of um, illnesses, uh, China has ordered an indefinite halt of all film production in the country to stop the, the deadly coronavirus. The, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. the death toll in China is now 360. Do you ever do you ever kind of get that feeling? Like you know there's so many like pandemic movies where it just yeah. starts out as yeah. these like You ever see movie Outbreak? Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking Outbreak, man. But yeah. there's but there's so many of them that start out as just these like random news articles you're hearing yeah. about. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it just like explodes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, 
every time I hear about like because it was the coronavirus and before mm-hmm. that it was what SARS. SARS. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're saying it's a new SARS. Yeah. yeah. SARS was. Yeah. I mean, SARS is still has a higher death toll than than the Corona does. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what's what's crazy? My dad lived in Shanghai for like five years. Mm-hmm. It was before SARS. He's not going back anytime soon. No, he <laughs> is not. He's retired now. He lives okay. in he lives in North Carolina. He's not doing that anymore. But yeah, I mean, imagine just like being. American living in that fucking country and you're not going anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. They do not yeah. want you to come home. They do home. not want you to come home at and, all. Yeah, and I don't think they'll be shooting any American films in China. Nope. Good thing Mulan got got wrapped. <laughs> right. We would, we would not be watching. Did, we would did not they be doing shoot that in China. They shot it, it in okay, China. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a Chinese. There's God. There's a, a Chinese I, there, there was a joke cases. that said if you change the, the name of the coronavirus to the pro Hong Kong virus, mm-hmm. China would eradicate it in a week. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap up, guys. Yeah. Um just one WWE tidbit. Uh WWE is in a little bit of trouble. They fired um their co presidents, longtime executives George Barrios and Michelle Wilson. Um they still have to report their fourth quarter and full year earnings um but yes the company is a little bit of trouble on Uh-oh. the the middle east uh, deals little you know it's yeah, it's, yeah no it's, good. it's crazy because of you know the supposed american journalist that was killed and it's just bad pr for, for them to go back but they are throwing an event mm-hmm. in saudi arabia the next big um a WWE pay-per-view event. It's called Super Showdown. And okay. it's, the, it's the next event right before WrestleMania. Yeah, will happen. So they got a lot of mess to to recover out of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we didn't talk about Royal Rumble. But I rec- really enjoyed the Royal Rumble this year. It was actually didn't the Edge come back? Edge returned, which yeah. is huge. He's been back in like ten years or yeah, something. Yeah, right? dude, and he's um gonna have a potential match with Randy Orton. They already planted cool. the seeds for that match, that's so that's cool. gonna be great. Yeah. and another great thing is that they're giving. A new guy, a shot at Brock Lesnar. Drew McIntyre win the, wins the men's Royal Rumble. Okay, will challenge Brock Lesnar. I saw a picture of him recently. He looks like he slimmed down. Brock or, or Brock. Uh, Drew? Brock. Brock. Yeah, 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 because he's, he's off the juice now. Because WWE yeah. t- tests their athletes, and they I heard test UFC, their athletes now. <laughs> yeah, they actually had some uh, a wellness um, uh, people that have been suspended due to the wellness policy at WWE. Yeah. For health reasons, not for performance reasons. Both, both, both for performance drugs. If you miss a test, you get suspended huh. for whatever reason. I kind of feel like that's. Uh, I mean, not yeah. to not to say that wrestling is fake. Cause I'm not going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> right. I know the the, the 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 impact it does on your body. Right. Um, but I feel like for the longest time, like all wrestlers were juiced. At least I felt like it. Well, with do the strict wellness policy. That's not is this, how how yeah. how new is this wellness? This policy? wellness policy has been in effect, I'd say, for the past ever, ever since Eddie Guerrero, I think, passed okay. away. Okay, I think which was so like, within the last like ten years. Within well, the te- last ten years, yes. Okay. Yeah. Have okay. wrestlers become like noticeably less jacked? Yeah. 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 yeah I think so. I okay. think so. Noticeably, especially yeah. with like Brock Lesnar, yeah. who was a fucking monster. He was a refrigerator walking right. around. Exactly. And now he looks like a. I mean, he's still a big he's fucking still a huge dude. Guy. He's still a huge, huge. fucking guy, yeah. but he doesn't. But you're exactly he's right. He's not fucking, you know, swelling. Yeah. So, so like, uh, you know, all those like crossover wrestlers who became like. Like Hulk Hogan couldn't fucking be a wrestler right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like people like The Rock and John Cena yeah. who have actually like crossed over and become like yeah. these. Very like, successful. See, yeah. I, now, I don't feel like The Rock or John Cena juiced. You don't think so? No, I just think those dudes are just big dudes. 
If they yeah. did, they, if they did, they weren't on a heavy duty like they like some, Hulk. They somehow got past yeah. the wellness policy yeah. testing. That's for sure. Yeah. Sidebar: Did you know that Ric Flair is going to be at Awesome Con this year? I think that's awesome. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Awesome yeah. was actually looking really, really good. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh, Ric Flair was in it. They, they got the Back to the Future lineup coming. Lineup, which mm-hmm. I know Chachi McFly will be very mm-hmm. happy. I've yeah. met Leah Thompson. I met so Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson was best friends with my aunt Tia. Oh, cool! I'm gonna fucking lay that on her and see if she remembers me because I've been to her. I've, she's she. I've I've met her a series awesome of online. times when mm-hmm. I was like eight. Okay, yeah. This was like when Dennis the Menace came out and all that. Oh shit. yeah, and so then, of course she back was, to the future. Yeah, so she's not gonna remember me, but I'm gonna lay that on her and see if I can like get a hug or something. Okay. Yes, they're having a Back to the Future reunion. Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fucking yeah. Fox is gonna be there, man. And Awesome Con. At awesome wow. Awesome Con. Yeah, Michael J. Fox, yeah. Leah Thompson. Um. I just want to give him a hug. I haven't seen that. Michael J. Fox in a while. I wonder how bad his Parkinson's but is apparently now. Apparently it's bad. Okay, yeah. so that might be a little off-putting to yeah. see. <laughs> um, I still am excited to see him. Christopher yeah. Lloyd will be there. Yeah. Um, and Christopher Lloyd's looking And they're also they're also going to do tooth. a Head of the Clock. I'm sorry, the uh, Saved by the Saved Bell. Saved by the Bell reunion, yeah. Reunion with Elizabeth Berkeley. Um, <laughs> Who we've all seen naked. Yes, it's <laughs> love that God movie. bless Showgirls. Showgirls. Um, yep. Mario Lopez will be in the house. Mark Paul Gossler. Yep. Mick Foley. You said Ric Flair. Yes, Ric Flair. Oh, Mick Foley's going to be there. Hell yeah. Ross Marquand for The Walking Dead. Yeah. By the way, General, have you seen the uh, trailer for the upcoming- uh, I haven't seen it. Okay. It just dropped uh, for the upcoming- uh, What, half episode, season? Half season premiere. So of Ryan Dead. Hurst is also going to be there too. Ryan Hurst, speaking of The Walking Dead. When, is yeah. that, when yeah. does that come out? Um, mid-February. It's okay. coming up soon. Oh, yeah, so yeah. like come two weeks, soon, yeah. a week. And you're all caught up now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Going to totally. see uh, what happens to Alpha. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep, yep, yep. Sean Astin will be there as well. Um, Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Ron Perlman will be there. Yeah, Ron yeah. Perlman. Shazam himself. That's a huge yeah, name. So Awesome yeah. Con is a really it's stack. Gonna be, it's going to be a good year It's this a year. really stack. And you'll be off to go. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love it. I yeah. love it. So what I like to do at Awesome Con now, mm-hmm. I've learned in the past few years, I've learned how to do magic yeah. tricks. And I'll oh, go to that's awesome what you Con, do. Yeah. And instead of being like, hey, I like the movie do you and blah, blah, blah. I go, hey, man, you want to see a cool magic trick? And they're like, oh, you're, oh, sure, yeah, I want to see a magic trick. Um, and then the rubber just, band I, trick is the really rubber band trick is really fucking good. Yeah, but I got card tricks too, man, and they love it because they sit in a booth all goddamn day where people ask them the same goddamn questions. Right, but you ask a few fan questions too, right? Depending on the person. Okay. You know, some of them are. You know, I know they're just vibing the magic tricks. So I don't want to like break that. Okay. But the ones that are like really into it, I, then I'll just be like, hey man, can I just ask you about so and so? Like hell yeah. So yeah. Cool. That's my tactic. That is. Awesome. So we always yeah. end with birthdays. Let's wrap up the show tonight, guys. Yeah, uh, celebrating her birthday today on February 5th. Charlotte Rampling is 74. She's an actress. Uh, Barbara Hershey, 72. Christopher Guest is 72 as well. Tim Meadows from Saturday Night Live, yeah. 59. Jennifer Jason Lee is 58. Laura Linney from Ozark is 56. Um, actor comedian Chris Parnell is 53. Singer Bobby Brown's 51. Michael Sheen is 51. Uh, country singer Michael Sheen's a lot older than I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, country yeah. singer Sarah Evans is 49. Darren Chris from Glee and Assassination of Johnny Versace is 33. Henry Golding um, is 33. Um, and uh, yeah, that's birthdays. That's birthdays. That's birthdays today, man. There so it is, man. Happy Go birthday. shorty. Um, guys, this has been an incredible show from top good to, to be bottom. B- good Dude, to be back, man. Good to be back. I 2020. Think just to kind of a recap of things that we missed. Mm-hmm. Since we were on the air last time, we had to talk Star Wars. Had to. We had to. So I'm glad we're all caught up there now. Yeah. Um, 
But guys, we'd like to thank um, the in-studio panel. Starting with, that's right, he is actor extraordinaire. He is well, I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. Former member of the Marine Corps. Yeah. And he is the Captain Big Nick. All right, here we go. Round two. Ready? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTNB. Uh, please do not stand and depart the plane until we come to a complete stop. <laughs> I think you'll get it by the next time you're <laughs> on. Maybe next time, man. I was rehearsing in the car. It's it, uh, Air total failure. BTNB. Not like BTNB, BTB. Come on now. <laughs> He's the man with a calming presence. He is the one and only Mike. The General Zod. So should I do like some kind of like general monologue? Should I be like uh, just like Neil or something? Uh, <laughs> Neil before <laughs> Zod. I gotta, I gotta. By the way, it. Neil but Adams had a good it, reaction do it, do it to your calmly. Zod. You character. gotta do it calmly. Yes, yes. Uh, be like, why have you not yield, kneeled? Oh, I even see. It's fucking hard <laughs> to do, isn't it? It's hard it to do. It's hard to do. Come on, guys. You gotta get down. <laughs> it, I'm we're, Al we're, Soto, guys. I'm Celebrity Soto. Celebrity Soto. That's right. Sundance is in the books. SAG Awards is in the books. I am back for your weekly ear gas here on Below the Belt Show. So, ending tonight's show, our final. Our final Baltimore Comic-Con interview, I interview voice actor Greg Sipes mm-hmm. and kind of hanging out near the booth for a couple questions is the lovely and talented Tara Strong. Tara Strong. That's right. To end tonight's Below the Belt show, guys, next week we bring to you our first exclusive Sundance Film Festival interviews, guys. Can't wait to share that with you Mm -hmm. uh, on the show. So, guys, on behalf of everybody in studio, we will see you guys next week. Until then, peace. All right. Al Soto with Greg Sipes, voice actor extraordinaire here at Baltimore Comic Con. What a rad outfit. Let's talk about the outfit, first of all. How did this come together? Man... I just am a living cartoon. That's how we roll. <laughs> and this is Wingman G standing. He's sleeping right now. Aww. He's the real life beast boy. <laughs> and it's cool being here at Baltimore Comic Con. The fans are amazing. Yeah, Meet people like you. It's been beautiful so oh, far. No, yeah. That means a lot, man. And but I, I get to dress up. Yeah. So which I, is basically not dressing up because this this is just me. So. <laughs> Look at that. Peace, love, and animals. Now, you had the peace, love, and animals. Um, Wording on the bracelets. Tell, tell us a little bit about this. Is a foundation or those two, or, two special fans out there watching yes. win two peace, love, and animals bracelets. Nice. It's all about the peace, the love, and the animals. Nice. Uh, dogs. They're the highest form of life on the planet. All yes. animals are. If we listen to them, yes. then we'll be at the right place at the right time with the right people all the time. Mm. We get to take shelter under their lotus feet, and they purify us. <laughs> and that's how we save the planet by letting animals lead the way. Nice. Wow, that's a great. And is there a, is this a charity that we can go on a website? or, or so, yeah, special yeah. social media uh, to check out? Basically, we, we uh, feed homeless dogs in Venice with all the proceeds oh, from Wing nice. Manji's st- uh, stuffies. And he's got books where we teach kids meditation and mm-hmm. yoga and uh, mm-hmm. how to let dogs lead the way. It's pretty cool. Nice. Animals are the best. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So what's been the highlight for Comic-Con so far today for you? The highlight is hanging out with my friend Tara Strong right here. Nice. We're not friends. I gotta bribe her. This is like this house works. <laughs> oh my! We're, we're best friends. <laughs> now, now it makes sense. She loves me a lot, right? I, I need more if you want me to say I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you. This is an amazing moment here on Below the Belt Show. Anyway, she's my best friend and she loves me. Uh, best friend, I need more money for best, best friend. <laughs> I clean you out. I clean out. So my best friend and, and co-worker and working together. We're supposed to go to charity, but now it's going to charity. <laughs> So you're best friends and working together yeah. on, on great, great shows, Teen Titans Go. Right, right, and I'm broke How now, do you love it? So How do you know? Do you I, need to, I need to get back to signing autographs <laughs> over here to, to <laughs> make the money. Make you a portal? Yeah, make me a portal. Azeroth, Metrium, Oh, I think I got rid of him forever. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. I'm back. I tried to get you lost in dimensions forever. Can I have my money back? No. Uh. Thanks for coming to me, girl. <laughs> okay. Well, Tara's got a, <laughs> quite a line here. Usually, I at least get 10 minutes long of her being nice to me for that amount of money. This? No, 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 no. 10 minutes, you're going to have to copy. <laughs> That's at least five minutes you worth. You need a jacket. Any... <laughs> 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 Give me your pants. <laughs> Give me your job. That'll cost you <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> Because if he takes off the pants, there's other yeah, things you have to no, deal no, with, right? It's a whole other kind show, of show. This whole show's over. <laughs> he takes off his pants. A whole other kind of show. And I got my Beastie Boy underwears on So today. speaking of underwear, wearing whatever you want, as voice actors, yeah. Yeah. as voice actors, you can wear whatever the heck you want. Wake That's up right. and just you roll into the studio, right? Your underwear once. I have done a session in my underwear. Yeah, he had like red, white, and blue. Like it was like American flag underwear in mm-hmm. the session. Well, like a thong. <laughs> I mean, we're living the American dream. Yes, it, yes. So, have you have you worn anything uh, odd uh, during your work as voice doing voiceover work? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> There's I mean, nothing it, odd about what we do. It's true that like you you can wear whatever you want, but the day you look like crap, they're like, oh, we forgot to tell you, Access Hollywood's shooting behind yeah. the scenes today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I just worked out. Thanks, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, right? it's true, it's true. But we get to have so much fun, and we've been working together for 20 years now. Oh, wow, it's been 20 we years. We these Comic-Cons together, so that's my answer. Is My favorite part about these things is hanging out with my best friend. I love it, yeah. I love You have to it. pay me more later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, Tara, you got a lot of people to talk to, so I'm like, <laughs> thank you so much. Get back but over yes, sir. You don't care about her. You don't care about her. <laughs> <laughs> he got his money back, guys. Thank God, right? <laughs> she really is my best friend, though. We get to have a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of, speaking of what wasn't fun was trying to get here with the Baltimore Marathon traffic. Know, that was a lot of traffic. That was insane. What, there's like 300,000 people here today at the con? Yes. I would say I would say upwards of that, yeah. It's a, it's a phenomenon. Every city we go to, there's like, mm-hmm. you know, a huge Comic-Con happening now. Where in the beginning, mm-hmm. when I started, it was like San Diego Comic-Con. This is, you know, 30 years ago. Right. <laughs> when I was a baby. When you were, exactly, I, when you were a baby. I started going to cons when I was a baby. <laughs> Little boy. And here, comes full circle. Yeah. So, question, um, as far as, uh, you did stuff in front of camera as a, as a live action actor. Yeah. Um, what's the next project uh, that you're doing for that? I know the voiceover work has uh, consumed your uh, career, which has been awesome, but do you miss being in front of the camera? I miss being in front of the camera, but I, I've been creating a lot of television shows, developing nice. them. Okay, cool. I have a whole new, so I have a new digital uh, platform, uh, di- a streaming network called the Noise Nest Network, where I'm uh, creating and producing a bunch of television shows, a lot of animated shows, live action, docu. It's basically like my version of Robot Chicken, but not limited to stop motion. Oh, wow. And, um, 
but I'm, I'm really in the realm of uh, doing all the cartoons I get to do now, like yep. Beast Boy and you know, and, uh, and all the different shows I'm on and developing Wingman's books and his, his uh, stuff, which is all about teaching meditation, yoga and everything, bringing a positive message to the world. Awesome. But I'm also um, really just focusing on creating shows and pitching them right now to different networks. And uh, I just sold my first show to DreamWorks. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm in development there. Yet, it's still it's, uh, the Wingman's in it, I'll tell you that. Oh, Wingman is in it. Oh, yeah. oh, oh there he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yep. Wingman, we were talking about your DreamWorks show. Aww. <laughs> well, Greg, wow. The fans want to meet you. We don't want to hold you up, guys. It's been great here on Below the Belt Show with Greg and Wingman here. And Tara Strong. And Tara Strong. Hi, unless you got more money. <laughs> Thanks for much. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us here on Below the Belt. Yeah. If you could let us know who you are, you could throw out some of your projects, Teen Titans Go. You're on Below the Belt and All whatever right. you want at the end. Yo, 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 what up? I'm Greg Sipes, and you're watching Below the Belt. I'm the voice of Beast Boy. Ha <laughs> ha! Waffles! And Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Booyaka Shaw and a whole bunch of other characters. I really have enjoyed spending time with you. And if you haven't seen this yet, you're about to watch it. Enjoy. Peace. Nice. Love and animals. I love it. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Goodbye, 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 goodbye.